wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it wrong. Podcast can take mature content. The few simple expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. I am your host this evening, the Pornhub Poppy, the Salt in the Spirit Swallow, Daddy Delgado, SES Vince. And I just got two words for you Daddy's back. Joining me is fellow Pornhub Poppy, the Shaman of Sheelite, the Sultan of Step on Me, the hardest working woman in all of podcasting. She is the host of the Sheelite Showcase, the host of Inside the Mind of, host of Storytime with Kitty Kinsey Bay Bay. Of course, I'm talking about Miss Kitty Kinsey Bay Bay. What a, I don't have a voice right now. It's okay. It's okay. Oops. Uh, Joining (laughs) us is, of course, probably El Amor de Mi Vida, aside from my fiance. He is the honorary ooze of Creation World. He (laughs) is a chef by trade and a mark by choice. The Will Gray. How are you doing, Gray? Hola, Papi. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, muy bien. Gracias a ti. Everybody's being Mucho mejor. Katie, mi amor, ¿cómo estás? Cultural whore. Can you believe? It's crazy. (laughs) Uh, as you can see, there's no warden today. The inmates are running the asylum. Matt has a real life job, so you know he didn't want to do the podcasting thing today. So we decided it, to take not, the reins. It's not even that he didn't want to, he quite literally can't because he's working overnight. If he wanted to, he could have. This man was willing to podcast after the birth of his daughter, yet he doesn't want to podcast at work. No excuses. No, he not no, no, see it's different, like because like at your job, you could have his job, he can't. Excuses. Regardless, it's... there are no excuses here for why you shouldn't be following us and watching us live because we are currently live on twitch.tv slash creation world, where you should go ahead over there, follow, like. Give us a free subscription if you have Amazon Prime. Instead of giving Jeff Bezos that money, you can go ahead and gift us an Amazon Prime subscription completely free every month. Everybody gets it. So if you got Prime, go ahead and do that. Get Prime if you don't have Prime so you can get Christmas gifts and then gift us a subscription. But if you don't give us a subscription, give it to Katie because she's an affiliate now so she can get subscriptions now. If not, give it to River City Radio. All three are wonderful options this Christmas and holiday season. Of course, we're also live on YouTube.com slash Creation World, where if you're already there, you should go ahead and subscribe because it's 100% free to do so over there. Hit the like button and go ahead and just turn on the bell notifications. Flick that bean right there so you know when we drop a brand new video and when we go live. Kitty, what does that help us do? 
No. Oh, wow. He he called on me and not you, and you're the one who said it. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> it helps boost the algorithm, help find new listeners. Well, uh, for the people on Twitch, what does that help us do? It boosts the algorithm and it helps find new listeners. There you go. Exactly. Why did you make it say it voice? <laughs> you oh, should have just had him gonna... say it. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at the, all those emojis these, on the where screen. Where are these coming from? What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I love it. But uh, but yeah. No, I just wanted to say it twice because I couldn't figure out who I wanted to say it. So I'm just like, I'm gonna have both of them say it. So what you could have done is you could have had Will do that, and then you could have been like. Katie, uh, what is Matt? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, well, he's not here, but I'll put him over anyways. Matt's a whore, and you got to spread him around, you know, share with the, exactly. share with your friends, your dog, your, your girlfriends, your uh, ghost of Christmas present, past, future, all the people. He's, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Jesus wants me to do the whole show in Spanish. And I would, but we don't have subtitles. We don't have that kind of budget for subtitles. Um, no, Will can translate every single word I say because I trust his Spanish is fluent and flawless. But also Katie speaks fluent Spanish. So both of them can translate. So I guess we can do that. Between the two of us, we'd get fairly close. I'd say 60%. Yeah, that's true. I would say conversational. But let's keep this next section of the show purely in English. We're talking about news and rumors, and this is where I hand off the baton to Katie because she does all that work because <laughs> Matt refuses to do it anymore. That's not true. I just have to do it twice, but it actually makes my job easier because I write so I write down my notes for news mm -hmm. and rumors. And then whatever I haven't talked about on Smagnarel because like how things work, I write them on a little sticky note for this show. And then ones that I talked about on my show, I will then write in my notes, and it's a whole thing. But we're going to start. So, MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, some mm -hmm. people scumbag, has a torn labrum in his left shoulder. He will still be wrestling. He's he's also has, like, hip issues. Um, and But he is said he's still going to wrestle. He will be fighting a Samoan named Joe at World's End December 3rd. 30th. Yeah, that's okay. Yes. December 30th. <laughs> um, yeah, so he'll be doing that. Hopefully, maybe after, if he loses, he probably will lose. He can go get that taken care of. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, QT Marshall. Y'all know QT. We we that that, that was a guy. QTV was a thing. Yes, people are yeah, 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 kind of. I concur. Tweeted, tweeted a statement saying that at the end of the year, he will be leaving AEW. <sighs> he has fulfilled all of his duties and things. He was back working backstage a lot. And he wasn't really on TV. He's been doing stuff in the indies with the AAA. Yeah. So he's, he's it's, it's not really what he expected AEW to be anymore. I've seen a lot of like quotes and things taken out of context. I also haven't read the full thing, but it was becoming AEW was coming more like New Japan, and that's not like if you wanted to work in New Japan, you would have went to New Japan, that kind of thing. Yeah. But cute I mean, whatever you say about QT, like he is one hell of a wrestler. He does help at Cody's school and he might have his own school too. So like he's really good. 
he he'll be fine wherever he ends up going. He, like I said, he's been doing great on the indies, doing triple A stuff, so he'll be Gucci. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, this one's fun. Okay, so <laughs> I have to refer to my my other notes here, my actual notebook. Sunny. Sunny. You guys know her, right? We we don't like her. Uh, Tammy Sitch. I also call her Tammy Bitch. Uh, do you guys remember a few months ago when she like quite literally killed somebody with her car? Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember hearing <clears> that. Yeah. Yeah. So she had her hearing this week. My headphones falling out. She'll be facing, they kind of rounded up, 18 years in prison and then an eight year probation. So 10.6, oh, I said they rounded up, years in prison for driving with a suspended license, resulting, or I'm sorry, causing death. And then seven years for DUI manslaughter, and then that eight-year probation. And that will all be simultaneous. Like, boom, 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 boom. Which, Savannah and I have this conversation. As long as she's getting jail time, that's all I needed. Because if she was Mm going to walk away scot-free, somebody was going to catch hands. Because you can't do that. A hundred percent. No, 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 no. Uh, but like in better news, babies. 2.0. Babysitos, you know what I'm saying? Like two babies. Those babies. <laughs> Twins? We had, no, 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 no. Two separate people. Two, count them, two <laughs> babies were born. Alexa Bliss and Ryan Corbera had their baby on the 27th of mm-hmm. November. And then Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara had their baby on the 28th. Both baby girls, both healthy from what I've been seeing. Mamas are doing good. We love that. Babies are wrestling. Federation coming in hot. If you want to know about that, you can watch Julie. I'll plug myself. Whatever. <laughs> Made a whole episode about it. The Federation is growing day by day. <laughs> A lot that of babies. second, third generation is going to be wild in a couple years. Starting with Birdie and working our way down, Federation's running wild. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Imagine yeah. all these kids in like 20 years. They're going to be, they're going to be amazing. I'm still <laughs> waiting for Monroe, Mizanin versus Birdie Danielson. Literally, Babies Are Wrestling's first WrestleMania main event. Birdie versus Monroe. If everything works out, I'll be the Dave Meltzer for that generation of wrestlers. If everything oh my goes God, well. That's crazy. Yeah. It's true. If you look at the way the timeline falls, I'll be the shithead dirt sheet writer that everybody hates in 20 years. Please can I let be, that be the case. Can I be your Brian Alvarez? I would love you can be whatever you want, Poppy. As long as Beautiful. none of you are the one who got arrested again. No, I don't know. No, no, no. Shithead Steve Carrier. Yeah, that guy. Right yeah, <laughs> Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, mm, Revolution. Sting's last match. And don't worry, I'll fucking talk about Sting and Ric Flair. Uh, will be taking place in Greensboro, North Carolina. That's not necessarily surprising. Will's fucking ecstatic because he's I'm oh, so probably close. gonna go. <laughs> I mean, as as usual, why not? Why the fuck not? Right? Like, 
I'm, I'm not necessarily surprised a lot of people were thinking like Texas for some reason, but Sting has a lot of history in North Carolina that they decided to like talk about. And this is very much like catering to Sting because it will be his last match. And like, I actually think legitimately will be his last match because Manza's kind of not wrestling a whole lot. So it's whatever. Um, Serena Deeb. The, uh, I just found this information out or like two days ago. So we haven't seen her on TV and a lot of people were saying it was because of backstage things. Da 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 da. She made an Instagram post saying she's had three unprovoked seizures since last October. Again, unprovoked. She had no idea what was going on, but she did recently see a neurologist and she has been cleared medically, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the things. So she has been cleared, but like that's, I still can't even imagine that not knowing what was causing it. And then people just being like, oh, because people fucking are annoying. As long as Serena Deeb is healthy and she is okay, I can't, because Serena Deeb's phenomenal. Yeah. Point blank, period. Yeah. She held the bird for a long time. Um, Her and Thunder Rosa had a great feud for it. Uh, That's the one that looks like a tombstone, Katie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was going to say, oh, yeah, the tombstone belt. Yeah, I know. So I'm a big fan. I've always said that when she decides to be done, she would be the perfect person to help run that women's division. I just hope mm-hmm. it's not her time now because I thought we would get at least another good run or two out of her in AEW. She never got the AEW women's title. So I think that would be a, a big one. Like she would be the perfect person. She could be AEW Charlotte Flair if they build her to be. Should and you know why I say that? Because I, because you know, there's going to be a lot of pro uh, Pepsi fill talk, so I'm just going to go ahead and slide mine in as I can. That's fine. Um, the last I thing you, I Bobby. have. Last thing I have. Um, this kind of just very came as a shock. Mackenzie Mitchell, who was the like backstage correspondent in NXT, was released, yeah. and I, me and Jalen were like, "What the fuck." Like, she was so good backstage. She had chemistry with almost everybody. She was doing her job well. Her and Wesley, like, had a... Gr- I'm not even the biggest Wesley guy. Her and Wesley backstage had a blast. And that does suck because she is married to Vic Joseph. So, like, disrespectful. Oh, fire, damn. Fire yeah. her like that? No, 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 no. But, yeah, that's that's all I had. There was no like reasoning for it too, right? It's just like, hey, no. we're gone. They yeah. did make a ton of corporate cuts mm-hmm. over the last like three days that have been really under the radar. So yeah. I don't want to say when I say this, I don't want to say and it sound bad, but for her to get in the mix as that NXT backstage reporter, like that's a few pegs down the pecking order. And somebody like Mackenzie Mensel is probably pulling six figures or close to it. So that's a pretty hefty, that's a couple points on somebody's budget. So it sucks that she's one of the innocent bystanders, but they were making huge cuts last week for corporate level stuff. I've also noticed that Alicia Taylor isn't ring announcing in NXT and hasn't been the past like two weeks. So I don't know if they're replacing her as well, or she just hasn't been there because of reasons. But I have noticed the voice is different, and it's not Alicia Taylor's. So I'm very intrigued. In I the fuck think is going I've on. heard Alicia Taylor on main roster actually, like doing like house shows. 
and main event stuff. Yeah. Maybe. I'm also taking bookings for 2024. So if they need somebody to ring announce <laughs> NXT, I've got tape. I can send it. To, I can send it to Connecticut. I've got a great. I, I, I might sound like shit right now, but y'all talk to me on a good day. <laughs> you have a voice of a goddess, Katie. Don't lie. Oh my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all. Okay. Uh, anything else, Katie? Nah, that's. Oh, actually, I lied. JK. Um, Kevin Owens. We'll, we'll talk about him. But, like, fractured uh, his fuck, fourth and fifth something in his hand. When was this? During the match on SmackDown. Get the fuck out of here. I swear to God. That's what they said. That's what WWE said. You can check the Twitters. That's what they say. Because he hurt his hand in the match. I don't remember what happened because I was, like, low-key not really paying attention. I was eating some some food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw on Twitter today that they <clears throat> had him like get x-rayed hand thing, so he'll be out for a little bit, I guess. But he's also in the thing for the... I don't know. Well, the United States uh, Championship Tournament, like they're having two matches next week, which is going to be Santos versus Dragon Lee, and it's going to be Karrion Cross versus Bobby Lashley. So that gives him, gives him an extra week. So I would imagine if he were to compete in his match, it would be two weeks from now. So hopefully by then, he'd be okay. So, I don't know, just tape it up like like Kobe Bryant used to in the NBA Finals and just play play through the pain. I mean, no he'll, pain, probably no end, he'll probably end up doing that in some capacity. But, like, again, that's tis what I was told via the interwebs, via WWE's Twitter. Okay. So. I have a... Uh... A little bit of insight on this as mm-hmm. somebody who's broken his hand uh, my third metacarpal on my left hand is pretty much held together by a metal rod and a couple screws um <laughs> i've had the same break that kevin owens has it's not his fingers it's the back of his hand mm. yeah it's I, yeah fourth these fourth are your metatarsals these yeah. are your metacarpals he broke these bones not these bones those yeah, Ooh, yeah mine, those ones. I had to have two surgeries to correct my break. So not to say they're the same, but they can take. Mine was a 12-week recovery. So even if Kevin Owens doesn't have to have two surgeries, he's probably six to eight weeks out. Damn. Yeah. So what? Damn. That's that's well, we'll we'll save that for when we have to get to. This I didn't mean to overtake it. I'm sorry. No, no, it's totally fine. But I just didn't want to like dive more into it because we could just go ahead. It's like, yeah. isn't it just storyline since Theory's bum ass stomped on his hand on the steps last night? I think he even had a match tonight, says Jesus. Hey, I am just reporting what I saw the tweet, though, and they were talking about yeah. Katie's just doing her due diligence, which is perfectly great and appreciated here. Uh, before we move on to the next segment of the show, uh, just want to address Allison. Vince, <laughs> I swear every time you are on, you are on, you are podcasting somewhere different. Uh, I'm podcasting true. where I am. It's just I have a mess on my bookshelf that I haven't reorganized that I've been meaning to do because I I got more shoes, so I need to make more space now so i have to reorganize that so i just tilted my desk the opposite way so it'd be this way but this is where i was podcasting two weeks ago though so i liked it it worked so we continue the trend uh next up the the meat and potatoes of the show spits and swallows and 
We'll start mm-hmm. off with Katie. We'll we'll let Katie go first, uh, and Sweet. then we'll go with Will, and then I'll finish us off, and then we'll just keep going until we can't spit or swallow anymore. Yeah. So, why do I always write in a fucking marker? I can't read. Uh, I have one pen that I always end up writing with, and it fucking sucks. So I have to angle this right. I am swallowing. Randall Keith Orton coming back jacked and looking like a snack. This man just grew and looks great. He had a confrontation with Mommy Rhea, who mm-hmm. looked beautiful as always. She looked like something straight out of the Matrix, and I was down. I really thought she was going to get that RKO. He's got to savor it. You know, he's got to, you can't just give the people what they want immediately. You got to. You know, like, she deserves it. And, like, I'm that's coming from me. She definitely deserves an RKO because everyone else is too pussy to beat her ass. So, <clears throat> that whole confrontation, him saying, Daddy's at Daddy's back. And just, it, and then on SmackDown, well, I mean, he had the match with Dom. One said match. Again, looks really good great. match. Really good match. Dom did a great cool. job of putting over the returning talent. Fantastic. I man. mean, like I said, Randy had a whole ass back surgery and still looks really good. People were saying like his first match back was war games. He didn't really have to do a lot. And I was like, it's very true. This really gave him an opportunity to like work, work again. And he still looks mm-hmm. great, in my opinion. And then we come to Smacketh Down, where people really just have to learn not to trust the man they call a viper. So get you, you know, get you, <laughs> Nick. All this dressing like a fucking gangster from the 1920s with his pinstripe suit looks great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Randy signs the SmackDown contract, it means we get Randall and the Bloodline stuff. And then in my mind, I was like, well, what the fuck does that mean for Coterie Roads? And then I was getting annoyed, but Randy's on SmackDown, he's got to get his. Come up and on the bloodline hits Nick all this with an RKO after, of course, hitting Jimmy with one. Mm-hmm. Just... Well done, Randy Corton. Did you did you catch on the socials how yeah. Jimmy kept selling the RKO after they were like setting up for the dark? They were matches? they were ruling out they were ruling up the carpet on the mat, and Jimmy was still just laying there selling it. <laughs> God, God tier. Oh, man. Yep. Um, all that I saw one of my friends like react to uh, the Randy Orton daddy's back line that he hit to Rhea and he's like Riz KO out of nowhere and I'm like god damn so Randy's got Riz for days yeah Kim's one lucky woman <laughs> indeed no I'm with you kitty I actually had that as that was actually going to be my first swallow as well because, like Randy Orton hit us with the daddy's back twice. He, first he said it to Rhea, then he said it to Roman, and anyone can catch that. Uh, it's an emotional mm-hmm. raw return too because when he got to the turnbuckle, he got like a little emotional, choked up when he was getting ready to do his pose in the corner. Uh, like I said, like you mentioned, the cock tease with Rhea Ripley, the RKO, uh, give us a match for that. Uh, 
Then the bidding wars on SmackDown. He's officially SmackDown. So that was good. That makes sense. This can be Roman's Royal Rumble opponent to kind of be like the pit stop before Cody finishes the story at Mania if they still go that that direction. What do you um, mean if? If they, I swear to God, if Cody Rhodes does not walk away with that fucking title at Mania, I'm Paul Levesque after days. <laughs> Look, once, once I, uh, once I got to WrestleMania last year, I was watching and I saw that Cody didn't win, and they once again gave the victory to Roman Reigns. Ever since that moment, I'm like. I won't believe Roman is ever losing the title until I actually hear the ref count one, two, three. So he could be in there with like half a limb or like two broken ACLs rolling in the wheelchair. But I still believe he's going to walk away with the championship until I actually see him get pinned. So that's why I'm just kind of skeptical. Will, it's your turn. Spit and or swallow. Muted. You're, you're muted, sir. It's okay. I know. I'll try again. I I'm left you it. speechless. It's okay. I love you. It's my first night on the job, ladies and gentlemen. I've never <laughs> done this before. No, uh, he's new. He's new, guys. He's new. <laughs> I'm going to start, and this is going to be kind of – it's not a gargle. Like, I'm not undecided okay. about it. I'm spitting part of this, and I'm swallowing part of it, and it's the tag team turmoil match. Here's why. Okay? Okay. I spit the fact okay. – Okay that alpha academy took the l to diy okay i think alpha academy should be hot they should be going on a rocket ship for those tag titles eventually Mm -hmm. i think that they were red hot them dropping to diy so in my opinion and katie will love me for this because i'm gonna say something nice about her guy this is the only version of johnny same face that i appreciate so i will give him props and use his real name Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano as a tag team are amazing. This is exactly what that tag team division needed. So that's kind of where the spit, swallow, gargle comes in. 100%, I will swallow the Creed brothers till I'm blue in the face. They remind me so much of the Steiners, like before they got yucky and creepy and like, you know, canceled. (laughs) Uh, back when they were yeah. like the the epitome of tag team wrestling, and that's what I like about yeah. it because I love good technical tag team wrestling that uses old school psychology, but with this new like 2023 sports entertainment style of wrestling. And the Creed brothers do it well, so I'm swallowing that. Katie, well, I'm so happy you used his real name. It's for you. Gracias, Senor. Uh, I I will always love me some good tag team wrestling. No, th- th- yes, always. Um, oh, we'll talk about like, tag team wrestling. Creed, always because they're phenomenal. DIY, exactly what we needed. Alpha Academy, New Day. Come on. Come on, like everyone, everyone keeps sleeping on New Day because like they be doing other stuff. New Day is since the Usos are technically split up now. Mm-hmm. New Day be holding that down as like the legacy in tag team wrestling for the main roster. So like, uh, they better be. <laughs> Austin, <laughs> poor father, 
<laughs> yeah. And they better listen to Creed. That's all I um, say. I'm with both of you guys. Uh, I enjoyed the tag team turmoil match. The first hour of Raw was really, really good. And yes, it was commercial free, which is why it was so good. Uh, I liked that the Creed's won. I thought that was the right choice. Uh, Imperium, another great tag team. We didn't even mention Imperium, and they're in their great tag team. I'm going to be honest, I forgot they were in the match. <laughs> Same. Uh, I just Oops. remembered right now, so I thought I'd mention them. I feel like I feel like a little confused why they went with Tozawa. It was Tozawa and Otis in the match, right? It wasn't Gable. Yeah, I mean, G Master Gable has got to he's got to let the other ones get a chance to shine, you know? Because I was gonna show himself. So that's the rule, man. I'm yeah, okay with it. I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, I just felt like that's what I wanted to see. I kind of want to see in the finals Alpha Academy with Master Gable in there and Otis versus the Creeds. That's why I wanted the finals of that. That gauntlet match to be, but it was it was really good. I liked it. I had it in my. I agree as well. with Jesus. I need a compilation of the Brutus Bomb in slow motion with "Can You Take Me High." <laughs> I'm gonna get us demonetized because I sang it so well. You're welcome. It sounded Sorry, just Travis. like it. It was perfect. I mean, that's what I do. Voice of an angel. What I do. Swallowing the Creed Bros gonna hurt the thyroid muscle. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry I didn't even click off. Oh, that. uh, that's okay. No, it's okay. I was I can still read it on the thingy, even if it's not. There's a. a I don't know if that's the, the the correct spellings in there somewhere, Jess. <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what? One thing I established with Justin. Yes. Uh So I when I went to go pick up the Getcho sign last week, I think it was Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Me and Melissa we road tripped it all the way to Brookfield. Uh, Illinois. We met up with Benji and Justin, and Justin was making this point about how, like, his uh, I think his cousin, he said, what pushed back hit the the dinner reservation they had, and what he meant by it is that he, like, like earlier, so the re reservation was like earlier, but he said pushed yeah, it back, not... but that's not how it goes. Pushed back means like it goes like later, later. in the day. Right, but it's not correct. However, I completely understood what the fuck he meant, and Benji and Melissa are looking at him. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not how it goes. And then Justin's trying to elaborate. He's like, no, no, it's it's because you know, like we're going back in time, you know, because instead of seven, it's five, and he was trying to make it make sense. And I'm like, you know what, Justin? Just, I feel just like has his own language that fews understand. I am one of those fews because I literally looked at him and I told both Melissa and Benji, I'm like, honestly, I understood him 100%. He was completely wrong. So was I. But I understood what the fuck he was saying. And I think that's why Getcho is such a, like a mess sometimes because sometimes we just don't make sense. But it's a good ride. It's like this. It's like the scene in Fresh Prince when I can't remember the episode, but like Cornflake says something and was like, he's got the bad idea. It's not right, but like he's got the right idea. <laughs> yeah, it's all Vince's fault, always. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. You know what? You know what's crazy? When you guys were talking about Creed, I thought you were talking about Creed from The Office, and then I realized no, they're talking yeah. about. You know, he has a band though. Really? The like actor in real or life. like in real no, life? The person has a band in real life. Wow. Like, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Nice little tidbit of information. I like getting these little Easter eggs from Will. He always has got them. you. Um, well, I was going to kick things off with Randy Orton and Daddy being back, 
because uh, you know daddy is back on the show after a one week hiatus but i'm gonna start off with the damage control plot thickening i like what they were doing on smackdown bianca isn't done with damage control uh she's talking about how she wants to go after that woman's title she wants it back from eo sky damage control comes out minus bailey no bailey was there Eventually, we do get Charlotte and Shotzi that comes out, evens the odd. They still aren't finished with damage control. They go back and forth. Dakota Kai, I always think it's the funniest thing in the world. How, like, when these brawls just kick off, she's just like, whoop. She just like. It's because she's not clean. She's like, okay, go. <laughs> she just spawns completely out of. She respawns at the ramp or something. Like, the craziness happens, and then all of a sudden, boop, on the ramp. So that she, happened. She they uh they set up a match later on for uh Kyrie and Bianca and uh later on we have a backstage segment where Bailey was like hey what what happened no one told me EO was mad it looked like all three of uh EO Oscar and Kyrie were kind of like upset with Bailey for not being there and even Dakota was like where were you I'm like no one told me says Bailey she wasn't in the group chat she never got the message um that EO very aggressively, I don't know if you guys noticed this as well, but EO's is, has been very aggressive towards Bailey the last couple of weeks. Like she's done with her bullshit now that she has her homies with her now. And she's like, mm-hmm. You're gonna help out Kyrie, you're gonna be in her corner, you're gonna help her out. Later on, they get to the gorilla position, and he's like, Bailey, are you okay? You don't seem okay. Never mind, you stay right here. Kyrie's got this. Bailey still trying to be the team player that she is. Comes out, tries to help out Kyrie, gives her the assist, tries to help out with the alley oop. However, Kyrie wasn't able to capitalize. She still takes that L to Bianca Belair. And I feel like that's kind of like the story of damage control right now with Bailey. Bailey's trying her damnedest to help. And there's a lot of miscues with the rest of the members. Maybe it's because they don't invite her into the fucking group chat. Don't let her sit with her. Maybe. Uh, if you notice in War Games, Bailey saved EO from getting pinched, saved Oscar from she saved getting everybody. Pinched. And yeah, and she took the bullet. She took the spear away from Kyrie and then she took the pin. And then when it was time for someone to save her, she took everyone's finish and then no one was there to help her. Like, I, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's by design or maybe I'm just reading too much into it. You know what's happening? What? That's what happens when a really, really dastardly hill has to make a baby face turn. Like, they're setting it up. I say it all the time on BotchBots, no free shoutouts, that Triple H butch everything he does like an old-school Memphis wrestling show. And this is one of those trademark things where he's going back and calling it back and making Bailey eat all these losses for her team to make her the underdog. That's how she's going to be that babyface when that turn comes. I oh, hope yeah. it's not all the way back to hug me, Bailey, but I think it's coming. I think there's like a hybrid that they can find. Um, let's let's read off the comments real quick because I saw Katie was put it on the screen real quick. Uh, it's okay. I was never invited to the cold kids table. I was the emo kid at the table because, you know, shit happens. Uh, Jesus says uh, Bailey's setting up the shots. It's not her fault. The rest of damage control isn't making the shots in the hoop. Honestly, that happens in basketball. You can assist. Give your teammate an open, wide open shot, and they can still miss. Same thing in football, you know, it happens. Uh, Jesus also saying Bailey for Royal Rumble winner 2K24. And honestly, I think that's who should win. I think Bailey should be the Rumble winner. 
and that should be the women's match on the SmackDown side. It should be Bailey versus EO Sky. I think that'd yeah. be fantastic. And a little tidbit of information that I found out from my sister Beto is that Bailey's never actually had a singles match at WrestleMania. No. So this would be her first singles match. All the other horsewomen have had singles matches at WrestleMania. Bailey is mm-hmm. the only one to not have that distinction. And I think she deserves sure. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pam with the um, hands. Um, speaking of deserving, uh, Katie, you deserve to give us your next better swallow. Thank you so much. Um, the fuck did I write? Mm. Wait, what match was that? Because <laughs> all I wrote was meat. Um, what match was that? Been... Oh, Bronson Reed and Ivar. Meat. Big meat. 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 Listen, hell of a match. <laughs> Big men going going at it, and it even carried over into. NXT because Bronson Reed was part of that fatal four way of former North American champions and a bunch of other people in the match. Uh, and Ivar said, No, fuck this. Came out, started swinging, took Bronson Reed out of the match at the very end. Big, big men who are also athletic and very good at what they're doing, always a swallow. 100 percent it's one of the things one of the things that i liked about keith lee was he was so nimble on his feet for such a big guy it's crazy um it's it's a cat that's you're not going crazy there's, uh, there's a cat running amok that is maxi when she running around causing mayhem or just scratching herself or doing Vince's, whatever Vince's pussy's just running wild oh i love <laughs> it when you say things like that I love <laughs> it's adorable no, I'm not talking shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Kitty, you were saying? Uh, no, just meat. Big mini men slapping meat. Hell of a match. Even though, like, didn't really, like, get a conclusion on Raw. And then they started beating the shit out of each other on NXT. Um, on NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, meat. <laughs> good shit, good shit. Um, well... I'm going to continue with the bizarro world that I've been on for the last, like cutting my hair changed the way I perceive wrestling. Okay. (laughs) I'm getting ready to put over women's wrestling big right now. Okay. Whoa. No way. Swallowing the Nia Jax, Zoe Stark, Shayna Baszler stuff. And here's why by the end of it, Vince is going to be like, no fuck. I, I swallow Nia Jax. Like what? Okay. Here's why. Okay. Starting with the promo. And again, going back to the whole like Memphis gets over thing, that's going to be the returning factor of how I critique wrestling because that's what I like. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. goes, Shane and them are in the back. She gets over with super funny one-liners and quips, which is cool because Shane is not necessarily that talker that you expect. Then mm-hmm. you go into the match. You would One would expect Nia Jax to just absolutely squash Zoe because of the size difference. They use mm-hmm. this match to allow Zoe to get her shit in. She does that spinny corkscrew thing. Gorgeous. She's the superstar. Going to get over big. She still takes the L. She doesn't get, she doesn't go over, but she still gets over. And I think that's super important. Second thing is, is that it's a great mid card match featuring, featuring the women. And I think that's beautiful. That solidifies the fact that they need a mid-card title in that women's division. Not necessarily the tag belts, 
but a, a solidified IC belt, a US belt, something similar for the women's division because of Zoe Stark, it used to be Liv Morgan. And, you know, like they need mm-hmm. it. And now that they're kind of bolstering that division, why not give it to them? Listen, I also had in the, my swallows, Nia and Zoe. Zoe is a star in the making and they're <laughs> they're really like putting some stock on her. I mean, as they should, she is, like you said, really good in the ring. Superstar. That corkscrew thing. Gorgeous. And I have I have been saying it since Nia has come back. She hasn't looked bad. She has improved. And like physically, and like you can see the glow in her face. Like she looks better. Like she always looked has always looked gorgeous and beautiful and strong. Now I think she's just maybe I don't know, maybe more comfortable with herself. She's been on one hell of a fucking journey. The gear she's and been using since her return has been better too. That she's a too. Show, dude. She's hot. She's she yeah. and like I've I've been saying like she's always been beautiful uh, from like NXT days when she debuted to now gorgeous all around. I'm just saying now I think she just you can like see she's doing the matte thing where where Matt freezes. Someone should get a screenshot of this. It's just funny. <laughs> Look at the, the way she kind of like left it at. Let's see here. Okay. Uh we're gonna continue until <laughs> Katie comes back. Um, figure that out. I'm just gonna move on to my next bitter swallow. And Katie somewhat already talked about this already when she mentioned the Bronson Reed. Uh, oh, Katie's back. Never mind. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. You, you f- pop- I have no idea you, why the fuck my Wi Fi just shit the bed. You just froze and you were like this the whole time. You did. And then I froze with you. He did a robot. Thank you. Now, I have no idea what the fuck just happened. I don't know why I dropped like that. Okay. Did you want to finish your thought? No, I'm annoyed now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking well, stupid. Unfor- it, like, unfortunately, uh, sorry, Katie, that happened. But what wasn't sorry. annoying was that NXT main events, that fatal forward that you briefly talked about, but I'm actually going to swallow the actual mm-hmm. match itself. Um, by the way, swallowing and thanking the soon-to-be future prospect GM Dominic Mysterio because he was cooking when he cooked up that match. He set up Wesley versus Bronson Reed, like you mentioned, he was in there. Johnny Gargano and Cameron Grimes, all former North American champions. I thought the stipulation was number one contenders match. But apparently it was only for Wesley. If he won, he gets the, gets the number one contendership. If he loses, he never gets to challenge uh, Dominic ever again. Which kind of like, I was watching the match, but the entire time, I don't know if this happened to you guys, I was questioning myself, why the fuck does Johnny Gar- why, why are Johnny Gargano, Cameron Grimes, like going through this kind of like grinding type of match to kind of like do a favor for Dominic, you know? Dominic was kind of like implying on commentary that he paid them off to get them there, which that makes sense mm-hmm. for Bronson Reed because he's been already been paid for hire type of guy in the past with the Miz. Mm-hmm. 
Cameron Grant I can kind of get, but you know, he has a bunch of money, so why would he fucking need it? You know, with those GameStop stocks, you know, he still has got a bunch of money left to go. Johnny, this doesn't seem like up his alley to like take a bribe, you know. Like I thought he still had money from whatever Dexter had that he got paid off for Miz. So I just thought it was weird that these guys were like putting they were putting on a great match, fantastic match. But I thought to me it just didn't really make a lot of sense for them to go as hard as they did just to prevent Wesley. Like if they were all heels, they were paid off by Dom, it would make a little bit more sense. But that was a nitpick. But I'm swallowing the match because it was fucking fantastic. Wesley won, which now we're going to get Wesley versus Dominic Mysterio next week at deadline for that North American title. And that's going to be my main event of the pay-per-view. That's or PLA. Crazy that that's literally next week. I literally forgot. Was- I thought it was two weeks from now. And then I was re-watching the main event because I didn't get to watch it fully. It was I watched it bit, bits and pieces. So when I went back and watched it, and they said, oh, December 9th. And I'm like, December 9th, why does that sound familiar? Isn't that when we're supposed to record uh, something that's hush-hush that we won't talk about until later on? And then I'm like, wait, that's next week Saturday. What the fuck? Did that just snuck up on us? Crazy. Surprise. Surprise. Crazy. Snuck up on me just like my cat. So, Uh, Katie, uh, your next better swallow won't sneak up on us because it's next. Oh, it's my turn. Um... Oh. <laughs> I'm going to swallow the family, the Don, and Channing Stacks Lorenzo, successfully defending their NXT tag team titles against the werewolves. Perros del mal. Werewolves. You can say whatever you want. Those are werewolves. But they cannot defeat the family. I I love the fact that uh, like towards the end of the match Dawn's like I love you and like does the the Italian kiss on Stax before just I mean it was love. He's like I love you like a brother. Mwah mwah. I'm gonna it do worked. that to well. I'm gonna kiss him. I'm gonna be like, I love you like a brother. I'm gonna throw him at Matt. That's what I'm gonna do. You're gonna wow. eat me? I'm gonna yeet you onto Matt. Since I'm over six feet tall and weigh over 200 pounds, if you yeet me, I will love you. I already do, but I will be thoroughly impressed if you can eat me. <laughs> it's like he speaks Spanish and he can throw me around. Sign me up. God, dude, I already have a boner. <laughs> I need to leave. Anyways, kidding. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. No, it was a great... It, I mean, match literally started on the ramp. They were scrapping. They were brawling. They were doing the things. And it, the tag team division in NXT, red hot. Yeah. I mean, even, even with the Creed's moving up, you still have plenty of teams to hold it down. And the family, the Don... Tony D'Angelo in stacks at the top where they belong. Thank you. I'm with you. Uh, I had that as one of my uh, swallows as well. The Don and stacks versus uh, Los Primos Garza. Um, it was a really good match. It started off hot. Fantastic. 
I love the bit where Stax kicks out and inadvertently low blows Angel Garza and just makes the funniest face in the world. I don't think it was it. I mean, I don't. I don't want to believe. Literally did low blow him. He did right but, before. But I would like to believe that the underboss Stax is above using those means. I would like to say that that was a happy coincidence. He didn't even intentionally do it. I don't think he needs to do that. I think he was just making it even. I don't know. Two wrongs don't make it right. I don't I don't think that's something that the Don would approve. Unless. Unless. Okay. Um Will. Spitter Swallow. This is my last swallow from Raw. Okay. Um I also love the the family, by the way. Tony D'Angelo. Love tag team wrestling. Love it. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Um swallowing anything our truth yes <laughs> my, oh my god uh, i forgot that happened my at survivor series my big return i knew katie was gonna go hard this week on randy orton mm-hmm. so i was like a lot of that stuff i was leaving off i love glad he's back glad he's healthy wanting blah 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 so i was like okay i'll leave all that to katie i know she's gonna hit hard on it you know, some of the LWO stuff. I was like, Vince has that. You know what? Fucking Ron Killings. Our fucking truth is back. I said, that's a Will Gray swallow right there. I said, <laughs> nobody else on the show is going to talk about it. I'm bringing it up. He's back. He does the killer comedy skits. And he can just put it in with anybody. Consensually, mm-hmm. of course. Always. But, always. but the jelly rolls. In Nashville with Jelly Roll being there, making a mess in Judgment Day's like little hangout place, ruining the couch, like taking the L, and then amazing, like beautiful, exactly beautiful. So I'm swallowing our truth. Big fan. He's a friend of the show. Love him. The man is a national treasure and needs to be saved always. Oh yeah, hasn't aged a day. No. whatsoever uh-uh. that man's been bathing in the Lazarus pit or something uh, funny tidbit of information actually I meant to mention this yes, last week I don't know if I did or not in the on the post show so you know how when Jay was doing his like taunt on top of the shark cage and stuff and then mm-hmm. there was the video of our truth doing it as well that row where he was at the very end of that row I was on the same row all the way by the barricade on the front no one knew that our truth was there because they were so focused on Jay and doing the chant and the or the time. I'm sorry that he got kind of got away scot free without anyone asking for like a picture or autograph. No one knew he was there. He snuck away like a thief in the night. That's amazing. It's great. I love our truth. Love our truth. Love him. Uh, someone that I love as well. Uh, let's see where it is. Uh, a little conflicting here because you know. They split up my faction. I don't know what what the future of LWO is going to be, but I'm going to swallow actually Santos Escobar versus Joaquin Wild. I thought it was a really good match. It was it wasn't like the longest match. It wasn't like the most crazy match. That was great for what it needed to be. Another match to showcase Santos on the weekly show. Uh, after the match, uh, after Santos gets the dub, actually he attacks Joaquin Wild. He gets the, the save and the assist from Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee chants 
echoing a- across the building. This man is over, which is what I love to see. WWE, I feel like, have finally found that masked luchador that they've been looking for since Rey Mysterio, that they wanted Sin Cara to be. And they have it in Dragon Lee. I thought it was really good. And um, he's not done with Santos. Obviously, we find out later that they're going to face each other next week, and it's going to have some stipulations in there as well. There's going to be it, this match is going to be of consequence. My question is at this point, do you just have Dragon Lee join LWO since he's already doing a lot of LWO assists for Carlito, for Ray, defending, well, defending Ray's honor, and then he helped with the assist with Joaquin? There's still a little levels of intrigue where Santos was still trying to like talk to Joaquin Wild last week on uh, this past Friday on SmackDown yesterday, where he was trying to like be like, you got caught up in the moment of Rey Mysterio, like I've had your back type of thing. Like if you snap back into reality, you let me know. I might accept you back into the fold. And I think oh, yeah, that I think what this should lead to is the reformation of Legado de Fantasma with Cruz and Joaquin Wild rejoining santos seeing the light so to speak and pairing them up with selena vega as well and then now you have Rey mysterio carlito dragon lee as the sole lwo members and then if you need a mouthpiece there's been rumors after race induction ceremony at the hall of fame that this person had talks with paul levesque triple h maybe you bring in conan to be the mouthpiece for this version of lwo and now you have Conan, Rey Mysterio, Dragon Lee, and Carlito. I think that'd be a cool. That that kind of feel like the filthy animals back in WCW. Um, what about I've Los seen, That's what exactly what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen like conversations about the werewolves coming up and joining Santos mm-hmm. instead of Joaquin. Garza and yeah. Yeah, yeah, then they, they they always change their names from yeah. what I knew them before, and then I'm just like, I don't know which one it is. It's, it's LWO <laughs> instead <laughs> of reforming that version of Legado, you get Legado with the werewolves and Santos. Mm. So you get a, you get a serpiente and werewolves. Boom, Legado de Fantasma. Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking. And then too. you could you could still have Zelina be like. Fuck you guys and join the baddies because Zelina works better as a heel yeah. manager yeah. and just a heel, period. So I say let her do that. Well, what was your point that we were going to make before I in- interject with mine? No, I was going to exactly what Katie was going to say is Los Lotharios. I think having them get that call back up to the main roster with Escobar would be a fresh set of like a, i guess a fresh tag team in the mix yeah. for uh you know for the the faction plus if you keep uh joaquin wild and those guys over there with the lwo and dragon lee and carlito and ray mm-hmm. then it'll give you that that good and that yin and yang back and forth like in uh the the chaos versus bullet club in new japan yeah um yeah your cmll has the the really good, I can't remember what they're called right now, but Los Facciones and Gobernables is their, oh, yes. their hill faction. Mm-hmm. Um, that that yin and yang back and forth. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for them to pay homage to some of that luchador history by having these mm-hmm. like 
going back and forth factions. One could say this could be the Wolfpack versus NWO Hollywood. It could be. That would be the perfect Los Lotharios, the werewolves. Ooh, see, Katie's a genius. So genius and a voice of a goddess. So funny, funny, interesting thing that I just thought about, like that just kind of like resonated with me as we were talking about this. Selena being a heel manager, if we remember, not only was she managing Andrade at one point in time, she was also True. managing Austin Theory and Angel Garza. So there's history there. Um I was a proponent back when I was on SmackDown saying that they shouldn't have Austin Theory in there. They should substitute him with Humberto Carrillo, which is already cousins with Angel Garza and could be a great tag team with him. Long and behold, now in 2023, they are a tag team. However, I could also see them be aligned with Rey Mysterio and be the tag team with Rey Mysterio because they're kind of like borderline tweeners on NXT, at least in my eyes. Maybe that's just my like bias showing clearly that, there. That's your bias. Yeah. Vince, your bias is showing. <sighs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, I always show it for Will. Anyways, my final point there is that if they do go with that route with Santos Escobar, <laughs> Selena Vega, Angel Garza, and Humberto Carrillo in a fashion together, and that's the new LWO, uh, the new legado, that would probably be the most attractive and beautiful looking faction in the history of pro wrestling. Think about it. Think about it. Look at how attractive all three of those men and Selena are. God. Um, damn. sir, damage control exists, so you're wrong. No, I'm sorry. I do they take off their pants before they wrestle like Angel Garza? I think not. I would love to watch that though. <laughs> think about the views. <laughs> Think about the views. Yes, exactly. Oh my god! But yeah, so that's my swallow. Uh, Will, I mean, Katie. Sorry, got lost in Will's eyes. Is it my turn? Yes, it is your turn. Because my, I was last with uh, the Santos stuff. Oh yeah. Um, what the fuck does that say? Oh, okay. I figured out. (laughs) Again, pink. I shouldn't be doing it. Uh, I'm. I'm going to go back to NXT. I'm going to swallow Kalani versus Kiana for the um, spot in the Iron Survivor match. If you remember, Kiana was in it last year, put on hell of a performance. We were all shocked. Yeah. And Kalani is their, even though she didn't win the breakout tournament, she is like their newest star. The match was great. Yeah. But you know what sighting we got in the crowd, folks? We got a Thokita sighting. Ooh, <laughs> she's almost back. I'm very excited. I love Nikita. <laughs> we miss her. We. Me, him, Matt, people. The collective I the crew. I, I've been yeah, Vince killer. doesn't. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I don't hate her. She... Do your thing. She's just not for me. You know, I don't like onions on my burgers. She's the onion in my burger. How dare you? Wow. The tomato in my burger. I don't like tomatoes or. Okay. I I don't know. She's she's the bacon on my burger. I'm not a I don't eat bacon burgers. I like my Mm -hmm. bacon and burgers separated. 
So that adds up. She's the bacon and the burger. People love bacon and burgers. Keeping it kosher, uh, Poppy. I like it. <laughs> and I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> I just love bacon. She called me a monster. <laughs> I think if you don't eat onions as an adult, you like you need you need to realize more food has onions in it than you think. Here, That's all here, I've got to say to that. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say with my thing with onions. I will cook with onions. I will yeah. need onions added to the dish. I won't actually eat the onion because I don't like the texture of the onion. How, however, if you grill the onions with my tacos, I will eat it. I I would love to feed you one night, both just, more. just in real life, just feed you. Because I guarantee I could feed you a dish with onions in it and you won't realize that's what you're eating. I like to put that. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Kalani and Kiana. Well well done. What a it match. Is, it's your Kikita show. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's my show. Um, no, it, it, the match was really good. And then next week we're getting the like uh, last chance match for the men and the women to make in the Iron Survivor, mm-hmm. which is very intriguing. Interesting to see who who get that final spot. Exactly. Very exciting. So, it, so is it going to be like a triple threat or like how many? So people? it's they're going to be they're going to be fatal four ways. Ah, okay, so it's going to be sense. fuck. It's going to be Kiana mm-hmm. and Roxanne, Thea. Oh no, they are triple threats. I lied. No, 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 no. It should it be should fatal be fatal four ways. Four ways work, yeah. There's four competitors in right now. Hold on. I need a look. In Memento? Ooh, what if? Um, hello? Oh, um. No, it was. Shh, never mind. I don't fucking know. I don't feel like looking. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's either a triple threat or a fatal four way. Doesn't really they're, matter. Second They're definitely girl. fatal four ways. Okay. There I don't go. remember who the last person is for the women. I have not it's... paid attention to many. I'm hoping that Mello wins that second chance match next week because I need him in that Iron Survivor Challenge match. I need him in there. Yeah. Just for we'll the vibes. Just for the plot. Just for the plot. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, Will, I believe you are next. Spit and or mm-hmm. swallow. I'm going to swallow. Okay. I have a lot of really, like, a lot of my stuff written down was just things that I really enjoyed. I didn't really have mm-hmm. a lot of notes for things that I didn't like this week because I'm just trying to uh, to keep the negativity out of my life. But you know what I am swallowing, guys? I just think it's fucking awesome. That's Ilya Dragunov versus Nathan Frazier. Oh. Okay. 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 You watched NXT. I did. I watch NXT he almost weekly NXT now. now. Big really? shout out to my guys over on NXT on tap, Rivet City Radio, and off the top, no free shout outs. Like mm-hmm. those guys, <laughs> Bo and Scows, like convinced me. They were like, NXT is consistent. And I'm going to say it right now because I did only have two things about NXT, but consistency is key because when you watch mm-hmm. NXT, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get some good tag team wrestling, you're going to get a women's match. You're going to get good progressed storylines. Yeah. 
you know, Mr. You know, hats off to Mr. Hickenbottom. He might be Booker of the Year <laughs> just for how he's handled NXT. And this Ilya Dragunov story is great because he's putting on banger matches against those mid-card to low-main event status guys like a Nathan Frazier. He's making you convinced mm -hmm. that Nathan might have a chance to beat him, but you know he's not going to. And then mm -hmm. at the end of the match, you get the fucking pirate maniac Baron Corbin. He's like, oh, count your days with your belt. I'm coming. So you know you're going to get a good match between those two. Like, so hell yeah. I, I swallow, I would say I would swallow more NXT than I spit these days. Okay, all right. Specifically, I like Ilya Dragunov and Nathan Frazier. Okay. Welcome to uh, NXT, bitch. Yeah, I like it. And you came at just a really good time because when they switched over to 2.0, they were doing a transitional <laughs> period. And I feel like they finally found their footing now. And they know what they want to do, what they're going to do. You know, they were trying to toe the line on how much black and gold are we going to be, how much new 2.0 are we going to be. They found the nice little middle ground there, and I like it. Uh Jesus called it, coined key it, consistency. I did quit watching 2.0. After the black and gold shift over mm -hmm. to NXT 2.0, I almost quit watching completely. After that War Games match with the old NXT versus the new NXT, mm -hmm. I took well over a year off of NXT completely. So coming back the into it now, I'm happy with it. past few months have been really good on NXT. Oh yeah, it's it's on like I like you guys were saying. There, it's the most consistent wrestling show. You know where you're gonna get, and mm -hmm. that that's that's just the way that you're supposed to do it. It's pro. It's why they got their CW deal. It's why they got their CW deal. Uh, okay, next uh, swallow, and then we'll, we'll kick it over to Travis. You know, to do his weekly like run in. You know. I'm going to keep things on the NXT, and I'm going to go ahead and swallow the Andre Chase press conference debacle thing where he addressed the rumors and speculations of the allegations towards Chase, Andre Chase University. And essentially, in layman's terms, is man's <laughs> is into debt because of gambling <laughs> issues, poorly, uh, like use poor, uh, like the funds for the university for other things he wasn't supposed to said it was true took full responsibility for it was denying 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 not answering any questions sidestepping euro stepping doing everything he could do to beat around the bush of saying who he owes money to and how much it is he just said it's a lot of money the entire time duke cousin is like nani what is going on what is this i am flabbergasted and, and then you have jc jane she's just like it's true. It's all JC Jane was the fucking star. It's everything she was doing. The at one point she did this and then like would like do that with her sunglasses and like she was the star. People were bringing up Duke Hudson's old gambling addiction mm -hmm. a few gimmicks ago. Guys, he owes money to the fucking family. Big Ange Adriana was standing there when they walked in. Yeah, that's where the money's like. That's where so, it's going. So I am fully under the impression that it's not Andre Chase that let that money go, but it was under his vigilance <laughs> and guidance and watch that he allowed that to happen. So he's taking responsibility for it. But like you mentioned, Katie, Duke Hudson used to be the gambler. I think he's the one that's costing the university the money. I think. Andre Chase is going to try and pin it on Duke when it was Andre Chase. 
my Austin theory is that it's actually JC Jane. No, no, it, th that shit was happening well before she showed up. Did you just say my Austin theory? Yeah, you, we saw that sir, from Justin. Sir, it's like you don't listen to the Get Show podcast. No, 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 I do. We all okay. say it on our own shows. <laughs> yeah, we all kind of coined it from Justin. I'm well, not actually gonna started lie. With, yeah, it started with Goran, actually. I was just in the marks with Mike's No Free Shoutouts. You know I, I I was just on Get Show No Free Shoutouts like not too for long ago, and I'm in the chat weekly for mm -hmm. She Elite Showcase. All the free shoutouts. Mm -hmm. I love you, Katie. So, like, <laughs> I've never heard that until just now. <laughs> um. Yeah, so whenever we have, like like a theory so to speak no pun intended garn just said epiphany? just started using yeah an epiphany light bulb goes off yeah. garn would would start saying oh i have a little austin theory so then it became a get show thing i liked it i coined it on on smacking raw started saying it katie would also say it as well started using that shitty showcase now it kind of shows up on Marcus Mike when you have Justin over there, and maybe even Powerbomb Jutsu whenever he guests on there. But that's just made that bigger. But that's all Garn. Like that's a get show thing. So I like it. Uh, there you go. Well, I didn't mean to interrupt. Again, Katie, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Gracias, Uh it's just listen, like I said. He owes money to the family. Adriana has been the best thing added to the family, which was already fantastic. Mm -hmm. She's great. I love her. It just feels going through it. She's like, my college education money is gone because my <laughs> professor doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, she's having a mental breakdown. JC Jane oh, yeah. is... Yes, she could be a whistleblower, but like... Rightfully so. He's gambling the the funds from the school away. He's in debt now. He's in debt to the snitches family. They're gonna break snitches. his fucking legs. No, listen. They're gonna break his fucking legs if he doesn't pay all that money back. You know what? I want to see them actually break his legs and him have to be in the wheelchair like how uh, Noam Dar was for like Sir? the longest time there. Like, keep that going. Like, but here's but, but my Austin theory is that it's not Andre Chase. He's taking blame and responsibility for like every good team leader does in any sports franchise, any good job, the, the manager, the shift lead, whatever, they take in charge of whatever happens on that ship, uh, on that ship, on that game, in that court, on the field. So I guess we'll find out. Soon. We'll find out soon for sure. Uh but what we're going to do right now is that you're going to find out about our lovely sponsors and why you should go over to patreon.com slash creation world. Because over there, we got a lot of really cool content as well. We have exclusive Patreon shows over there for a dollar a month. So you can only just give us a dollar and you get so much content. You get non-wrestling shows and wrestling shows alike. You get uh, multiverse with Travis and Mara, where they talk DC animated films. The latest episode, I believe, was The Killing Joke. Fantastic mm -hmm. film. Unnecessary first act with Batgirl and Batman fucking on the roof. But <clears throat> why not talk about it and listen Travis and Mara talk about it? 
if you want more Travis, he has returned to wrestling where they go back and talk WCW with the warden Matt Ritter, and he hates it because nine times out of ten they're talking about Hulk Hogan, which he can't stand. And mm-hmm. if you want more Matt Ritter and you want more of Miss Ritter, as in Kate, they have their whole I forget the title of the show. It's like if you have if to you ask, if you have to ask. But no, what what's what's the so basically? Yeah, so basically, Kate and Matt are reading "Am I the Asshole?" Reddit posts Mm -hmm. and talking about if that person's the asshole. Basically, you know, if you have to ask, you're Mm -hmm. probably the asshole, and you get a little bit behind the scenes of like their marriage and they have back and forth. It's really fun, especially because I love Kate with my heart and soul. So like seeing her just. Have a great time. That's all that matters. Yeah, for sure. You should, and it only costs you a dollar a month, and you get three awesome Patreon exclusive shows. Bang for your buck. No pun intended on the young bucks. Uh, no free pub- publicity over here for them. But yeah, so patreon.com slash creation world. Go ahead, so, uh, become a patron, support us. In the meantime, uh, you're going to listen to our sponsors. If you are not, Already a Patreon. You get the ad-free version on Patreon as well. I almost forgot to mention that. But Travis, why don't you tell the beautiful people about all our lovely sponsors? Bedroom. Then it's time to check out Adam and Eve. Because you see, Adam and Eve is the leading adult toy store that offers a wide range of products to help you explore your sexual desires. Whether you're looking for something to use solo or with a partner, they have everything you need to satisfy your cravings. From vibrators to lingerie, bondage gear to lubricants, adamandeve.com has it all. And the best part, you can shop with confidence, knowing that all their products are of high quality and backed by 100% satisfaction guarantee. That means whether you bought a dildo, sex swing, penis ring, vibrator, anal sex toy, bondage toy, couples toy, lube, or accessory, you can get a refund within 90 days if you're not 100% satisfied no questions asked and right now as a special offer to our listeners adam and eve is giving you 50 percent off almost any item on their website that's right 50 percent off and if you act now you'll also get free shipping so go to adamandeve.creationworld.com and use the offer code erotica at checkout that's erotica at adamandeve.creationworld.com for 50 percent off almost any item and free shipping don't wait. This offer won't last very long. The link is in the description. Attention dog lovers. Are you looking for high quality products to spoil your furry friend? Then you need to check out dog.com. Because you see dog.com is the go-to online store for all your dog related needs. They offer a huge selection of dog food, treats, beds, and more. Plus, they have products for all types of dogs, from puppies to seniors and everything in between. And the best part, you can shop with confidence knowing that all their products are made with your dog's health and happiness in mind. Dog.com only stocks top-rated brands that you can trust, so you can rest easy knowing your dog is getting the best. And right now, as a special offer to our listeners, Dog.com is doing a big warehouse clearance sale. And all you have to do is go to dog.creationworld.com and you can get up to 80% off on all sorts of items like toys, treats, bones, harnesses, bowls, leashes, and anything else you can think of. 
So go to dog.creationworld.com and take advantage of this sale right now. Spoil your furry friend with the best products from dog.creationworld.com today. Link is in the description. Are you tired of feeling sluggish and unfocused throughout the day? Then it's time to try Dubby, the ultimate energy source. Dubby is a powerful clean energy drink that is designed to help you stay alert and focused no matter what life throws your way. Whether you're a student, a busy professional, an athlete, or especially a gamer, Dubby can give you the boost you need to take on the day or the night. It also contains important aminos and vitamins that canned energy drinks simply don't have. And the best part, Dubby is made with high quality ingredients and is completely sugar-free, maltodextrin free and is keto-friendly. So you can enjoy the energy boost without any of the crash jitters or angst that comes with traditional energy drinks. Simply mix Dubby with water and you'll have a delicious, refreshing energy drink that can help you power through your entire day. And with a variety of flavors to choose from, including Galaxy Grenade, Beach and Peach, and Dragonade, you're sure to find one that you love. So go to w.creationworld.com and order your Dubby today. And for a limited time, use code CREATIA at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's creatia at w.creationworld.com for 10% off. Try W today and feel the difference. The link is in the description. And yeah, we're back. Link is in the description. Sorry, I forget. I have to mute everyone so that we don't interrupt Travis. I literally and was getting ready to mute myself and you muted me. I was like, wow, okay, damn. I take the liberties so you don't have to. Um, I was just doing myself. Oh, I'm so sorry you lost well. <laughs> anyway, uh, Katie, why don't you take uh, some liberties with your next bitter swallow? All right, folks. Let's get into this. <clears throat> I am spitting Ric Flair's existence. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're surprised. Nobody should be. His 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 existence can right now because what in the actual fuck is this man doing? He had the audacity, the nerve, the gall, the gumption to talk on dynamite. I don't think he knew where he was. I don't think he had any idea what he was saying. He barely probably knew who Sting was. Let's be fair. He kind of maybe knew who Tony Shimani was. He was just mum mumbling and stutter, is just not saying anything of matter. Okay, that's one. Then, you know, because they like taped Rampage, people had the, the liberties of hearing a certain phrase, sentence said by Ric Flair live. They cut it out of the broadcast because the people were fucking pissed off about it. Mans, again, yes, well, or Vince. Would you send it in the private chat? Because I don't want to. I want to know what he said, but I don't want to say it on the stream. Whenever you get a chance. Whenever you get a chance. Maxie, come uh, here. You don't. You don't want me to say it. No, I don't. I don't want. Like, if they got it got cut from Rampage. It's, if it's not good enough for Rampage, it's not good enough for the Smack the Rock. It's because he's a scummy old man talking about young women. Like, we're not gonna highlight that. I'll it's, go back. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fine. Sorry. Just Katie, literally find any tweets about it. It's not, it's everywhere. Because again, they had to fucking cut it out, but like people still had to hear it live. 
stop giving this creepy old fucking man a microphone, specifically a live mic. Why? Tony Khan, count your days, my guy. Count them. Because this shit keeps happening. I mean, I've already, like, low-key been done. Some stuff I'm, like, keeping an eye on an AEW. Like, Swerve's great, Joe, all that kind of stuff. Well, that was just blatantly missed. Like, Adam Copeland dropped the whole ass fuck, and they didn't do anything. They bleeped it after the fact. They're really good at their jobs over there. <laughs> but, like, it's all about timing. Like, they're promoting the shit out of this stupid energy drink that probably is going to be, like, the next four logo and, like, probably kill people and then they're going to have to, like, remake it and everything. And it's just... It's so infuriating because there are multiple people, males, females, wrestlers, who deserve good time over there and want to bust their ass and work. And no, you give time to Ric Flair, the actual dinosaur. Luchasaurus wasn't even on the show. The real dinosaur, Ric Flair. Like, that shit pisses me off through and through. Uh, it sickens me. And uh, this is me being nice about it. If you go back a few months when the fucking episode of Dark Side of the Ring came out about Ric Flair, you can hear all my thoughts and feelings and opinions about him because they've been like that before that and since then. Fucking assholes. That's right. That's right. Uh, I can't really add much to that. I completely skip AEW these days, so I didn't see any of that, but Katie's right on the money. Like The minute they brought in Ric Flair, I knew that was an L move right off the bat, but you know. I'm the king of separating the art and the person. Mm -hmm. um, I do it all the time. I have the after dark. That's I love doing that part of the business because I like talking about the fact that these people are real people with real lives and they do real things. And also with that comes the fact that some of these people do really creepy things. And I think that Flair is one of them where, yeah, he's done all kinds of amazing things for the business, but he's to the point now where he's as bad as fucking Terry in a lot of ways. I would, I would, on, I would honestly say worse. And that's coming from somebody who's a traditional purist with pro wrestling. And you guys love me for it. I mm -hmm. love Ric Flair, the worker. But the more I find about a, find out about the man, the man, Ric Flair, makes me not want to like him anymore. Yeah. It, it's, Ditto. I, I just, yeah. again, I have no words. Like, I just, how have you not, I get it, a piece sting, because, like, he's is in his last run. Cool. Like, you're going to have sting regardless after the fact. Like, you didn't need to bring in someone who can barely walk not really talk slurring probably uh, whatever <laughs> let's let's move on to will's next better swallow and because this is just gonna bring the vibe down uh i know i know you had we have to address it because fuck rick flair right now but uh, uh well it's always fuck rick flair spitter swallow um I'm going to hit a lot. This is going to cover quite a bit in AEW, but I'm going to to do right now because it's going to be me gargling undecidedly 
on how I'm handling the Continental Classic tournament. And it's such a big vital piece of AEW's television. I don't want to You still... mean the Red Robin, I have Interne- Intercontinental Breakfast Championship? Agreed. The Red Robin tournament the for the IHOP Continental Breakfast Championship. I was Bingo. close. I was close. But here's the gimmick, okay? And I love Japanese wrestling. I get up at 2 o'clock in the morning to watch Wrestle Kingdom every year. G1 Ultimate Climax. Love that shit, okay? But here's the thing yeah. with the Continental Classic is right now for AEW, they're in the fight of their life, and there's nobody that can deny it. The Tuesday Night War, Friday Night SmackDown versus Collision, like they're in a fight for their life, okay? They're having, they need to get as many views on the product, they need to build their stories, everything they can to get as many people watching their wrestling show as possible, right? That's the plan. So instead of building storylines or bettering these storylines or building their programming, they're doing good with certain wrestlers, not yucking their yum. But right now mm-hmm. they have all these huge names tied up in this month long tournament to close out their year when, and I'm not saying they should copy what WWE does. WWE is using this time to bolster all of the stories they're getting ready to push to WrestleMania. AEW should be doing something similar for Revolution. They should be taking these guys and starting the stories for three months from now. And that's what I think is starting to separate AEW from even Impact. is because AEW is having trouble finding the traction to tell these stories that are more than, you know... A one pay-per-view cycle. So you're looking at a four-week cycle, then they flip and start over. Start building something that takes a few months to get through. And instead of doing that, they threw us the, you know, the IHOP, whatever, blah, 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 something or another classic. Like, <laughs> I love I love the names. I love everything about it. But in reality, these guys, these amazing workers, and I'm not taking away from their matches, great work. They could be doing viable stories to make this TV program better. And instead, we're getting glorified super indie matches. Can I offer a point? Yeah. The best thing that they're doing with this tournament, like, I'm not a bit, I don't, Red Robin (laughs) tournaments Mm -hmm. aren't my thing. Um, it's, It's just whatever, cool. Yes, we are getting fantastic matches out of it because you have a a roster in this tournament in both leagues that are really good. The best thing that they're showcasing is Eddie Kingston. Man's put up both of his belts for this. He said, listen, if I'm going to be in this, person becomes a triple crown 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 champion. champion which we don't know what that other belt looks like. But he put up both belts, one of which he has worked his entire life for and lost clean as a whistle to Brody King in the first match. And his promo, which they need to just start showing all of those on TV with their that they're doing, his promo after the fact was beautiful. Eddie Kingston is one of those people who just consistently puts out fantastic work, especially on the mic. Mm-hmm. And his storytelling being like, I knew, like, I knew I wasn't going to be given this win. 
because I put up both my titles and just like sitting there nursing his arm, knowing that he's the, I don't, I don't, I think the match happens tonight. Like he had to face the all American nightmare dragon, Jake Long, Brian Danielson next. Like it's, oh, it's, that's the best part about this is Eddie Kingston. I, I don't disagree that Eddie's telling a great story. 6.25%. Ask me what that is. What is that? That's one of 16. Eddie Kingston's oh. story is 6.25% of this tournament, though. What about the other 93.5%, 93.75%? He's still only one out of 16 guys telling a story. There's also the issue that was addressed here on the show last week is, yes, Eddie Kingston is putting up these two titles in this Continental Classic or whatever. But then what if he fucking loses the titles in the tournament? He has to make it all the way to the finals for the winner to get all three fucking championships. Cause it because Matt made the point last week. Because if he loses at some point in the tournament, that person gets the title, both his titles, his New Japan's uh strong championship and the uh, ROH title. They get those mm-hmm. titles. Why on God's green earth would that person logically that just be Eddie Kingston for both those titles, then put those titles up on the line as well? That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if that, we looked at it logically, like, with that logic. So whoever wins, if we looked at it logically like I mean, it very well could be whoever wins yeah. the league. Whoever wins or just league and takes the them into final the final match. Yeah. Because if you looked at it logically, in like Vince's aspect, Brody King would technically be a two-time champion right now. Mm-hmm. Bingo! That's the confusion in the booking. Yeah, that's them having ROH titles and a New Japan title on their main show when you have Athena and Billy Starks who have been absolutely killing shit in Ring of Honor, but nobody gets to see it because nobody's paying for that. Just saying. No, it's... I see everything on Twitter, and I know the two of them are killing it. It's it's honestly a, a bit of an uh, of an annoyance because that's kind of like the big issue here is uh they're not really telling the stories they're not building up I think the best thing they've been doing was like this whole who is the devil like but even that just kind of just feels like we're kind of like biding our time until like it's revealed to be Adam Cole or maybe or maybe it's gonna be someone else right but that's one one aspect of the story that they're telling right now then they also had the storyline between swerve and hangman and adam page which was honestly one of the best things there and then you have timeless tony storm which is probably one of the best characters in the whole company i mean tony's phenomenal Besides the point. Tony storm. um i i got next and i i have one two three four swallows and one spit left assuming okay. one of you guys don't take one of my spits and or swallows from here on out um okay. how many do you guys have left just out of I mean, I, have, I have a lot but like whenever we're done we're done like, okay. i can make that we work very well have the same things yeah yeah okay Once so we get through the list i won't have tons left okay so yeah. this is my fifth one so we'll do like maybe like four or five more after that just kind of go from there so Going from one tournament to the other, I'm going to swallow the announcement made from Logan Paul of the new United States uh, Championship Tournament. I'm spitting the fact that Logan Paul was on SmackDown, and I'm spitting his whole segment. But the competitors are as follows. We slightly talked about this at the start of the show when I was bringing up LWO and Santos stuff. 
Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee. Those are two competitors. They're going to be facing each other next week. You also have Bobby Lashley in the tournament and Karrion Cross. They will be the other tournament match in the tournament next week on SmackDown. Then you have Kevin Owens, Austin Theory, Grayson Waller, and one mystery NXT superstar. Now there is the question of Kevin Owens' health. How much of that is a work? How much of that is legit? Can he work off of it? Because based off of Will's diagnosis, he's not going to be able to compete in that tournament. So they might need to replace that man with someone. A uh, few things of note here is uh, no LA Knights. I thought that was a little surprising. I thought that he'd be a shoe in for this uh, for that U.S. title to be taken off from Logan Paul. It was either LA Knight or Kevin Owens, who I felt like were the two leading candidates to get that U.S. title from Logan Paul. Well, if Kevin's not going to be able to compete, then maybe LA Knight takes his spot. He's a great understudy. Everyone needs a good understudy. Uh, speaking of KO, he came out to trade jabs with Logan Paul going back and forth. I saw on um, on Twitter that a lot of people were saying, like, Logan Paul has proved that he can go toe-to-toe with the best of them in the ring. I feel like, aside from maybe Miz, no one's really challenged him on the mic like that, and Kevin Owens can, so that could be a nice back and forth. My favorite front runner to win this whole tournament is going to be kevin owens this is traditional single elimination tournament style no red robin or ihob into kind of intercontinental like rules regulations or what have you but mm-hmm. with that being said i'm doing an impromptu segment right here right now playing the return of six star picks it's been a minute but Given that we have an eighth NXT mystery competitor, I'm going to give you give you guys my six-star picks of the six <coughs> NXT competitors that could or should or I would want to be the final entrant in that tournament. Keep in mind that they don't really have to reveal this superstar until two weeks from now, which would be the SmackDown following NXT deadline. So a lot of these wrestlers could have no commitments going forward. So we'll start things mm-hmm. off real quick show a little presentation but we'll keep each other on the screen so we kind of look at everything see our faces and see the graphics that i worked on my phone for maybe 15 minutes first number one trick williams i think just for the fucking pop that he would get on main roster trick williams is probably one of if not the hottest acts in all of nxt he could show up in the tournaments and depending on what happens at deadline could help advance his story in NXT with having one note of that story being told on SmackDown. Um, if you look at the brackets, like I said, Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee, that's one matchup. Lashley versus Karen Cross, that's one matchup. Kevin Owens is going to be either facing Austin Theory or Grayson Waller because I doubt they pair off Waller and uh, Theory against each other. So that yeah. means that one of those two young heels are going to face this NXT superstar. So I think Trick Williams as a top baby face versus those one of those two heels would be a good matchup. Yay, nay on this pick. Are you guys cool if if Trick Williams would be one of the the guy? I'd be okay with it. Know. I'd be okay with it, but based off of everything that's going on in NXT, I think he needs to stay down there for a little bit. Even I, after I, don't, I don't think this is going to be full on call up. Depending on who gets put in that spot, might not it might not be a call up. It just might be like a cup of tea type of thing, like one off. See how they receive yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Next right. up, 
I have Wesley. So he has. Let me talk. Let me let me get to my point. <laughs> this one is on the less less realistic side because obviously he's entangled in the feud with the North American champion Dominic Mysterio. He has a championship match with Dominic Mysterio at deadline next week on Saturday. However, should he not? be successful in capturing the North American title. There's not really much for Wesley to do aside from going after Dragunov and the NXT title. <coughs> However, if Dominic Mysterio does retain, he goes back to Raw, goes back to NXT. This should be it. I don't want to keep seeing Wesley versus Dominic Mysterio going back and forth. If He's Wesley not allowed to challenge if he loses. He's not allowed to challenge Dom anymore if he loses on that deadline. I thought that was for the Fatal 4-Way if he lost the Fatal 4-Way match. No, it's just, I think it's just in general. Okay, cool. So I'm good with that. So either Wesley is going to be triumphant and is going to be the North American champion, or he's going to fail in his attempt to recapture the title from Dominic Mysterio and just going to need something to do. And Wesley would get a pop. I think he would have a really good match, kind of like a test run, just to see how he'd do on the main roster. Because aside from going for that, that main NXT title, there's not really much for Wesley to do. And I think he could add depth to the SmackDown roster. Like I said, not the most realistic picks, but these are just cool picks that I thought I would want to see be that final spot. Number three, we have a Tyler Bate. Tantric Tyler hasn't really been doing much of an NXT. We've been seeing that right now Pete Dunn's having some trouble in paradise with Rich Holland. Sheamus is injured, but in kayfabe, he's just AWOL. He's nowhere to be seen. And maybe he needs a new friend there. Tyler Bate can show up, be in this tournament, and then later on transition to be full-time main roster member on SmackDown. Maybe do a tag team version of British Strong Style with only Pete Dunn or Butch featuring Tyler Bate. I think he he's ready for the main roster. I think it's been speculated that he's getting groomed for a main roster call-up. Any thoughts on Tyler Bate maybe being one of the competitors, being the mystery competitor? I love British Strong Style. I think he would be a good pick. Yeah, I mean, it. if this is how Butch gets a teammate, because Rich Holland sucks, and Sheamus, who at this point just save for the Rumble to come back, mm -hmm. uh, then yeah, I'm 100% down. I loved British Strong Style in NXT, so I'd be okay with it. Yeah, maybe it gives us an excuse to rehire Trent Seven and, and really bring back British Strong Style to the main roster. We'll see. Number four. Not really excited about this one, but this superstar did have a match on SmackDown recently against Dragon Lee. Could be just a throwing guy. Axiom. He's not really doing shit at NXT. I really had a toss-up here. It could either be Axiom or Nathan Frazier. Take your pick. I feel like they both kind of fill the same spot here. So swap out Axiom, maybe Nathan Frazier. I really should have done the graphic doing the side by side type of thing but axiom or nathan frazier like i'm cheating here taking the two for one but yeah axiom nathan frazier at least it makes sense as a competitor that could be in the tournament yeah i mean eh, eh. it's the most mad choice in this whole list uh let's see here number five braun breaker ooh, ooh, ooh. now this is I'm the guy well. this is the guy i really want to be in that tournament because I could actually see him get into the finals if he's in this tournament. 
I don't think he'd win it because I don't think the pairing of Braun Breaker versus Logan Paul would be a good one. I don't. I just don't think that'd be it. But Braun Breaker on the main roster on SmackDown, I think it fits. I think it's perfect. I think it's solid. Braun Breaker doesn't really have much to do on NXT. Call him up to the main roster. He's ready for it. This heel turn is what really turned me on Braun Breaker and made me actually like and invest him. Because I already liked him in his in-ring work. I just didn't really like him as a as a character. Now, as like a cocky, arrogant heel, I like it. He's got that dog in him, and I want that dog in SmackDown. You know what this would look like if they did it right? What? Using Braun Breaker. They could do it very a la Kevin Owens against Cena for the open challenge, Ooh. where he was able to come in. He got his cup of tea on the main roster while he was the NXT champion. The crowd received him really well, and then they immediately made the decision to call him up after TakeOver Brooklyn or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But Braun Breaker could be like that. He's already dropped the belt. We know he's primed for the main roster. Use this as an opportunity to give him his cup of tea and to kind of be his, you know, Owens versus Cena moment. This could be Breaker versus Paul. We know Paul's not going to drop it to him, but at least give him a chance to put his moves in to see if the crowd likes him on the main roster. Great pick. This is probably my favorite pick of the five so far. Okay. Katie? Two things. One. You know, because Braun Breaker, I've got to do it in a while. Uh, Two. He is in the deadline match. Like he is one of the four that have uh, qualified mm-hmm. to be in the Iron Survivor match, which it was all tall men, and then Braun Breaker short ass showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, three, he has already kind of Loki had a stint on the main roster, but he was a baby face, and it was with Ziggles. So, I mean, heel Braun Breaker, Big Bad Booty Breaker, Big Bad Booty Nephew, whatever you want to call him, him as a heel is definitely better. I would love to see him just spear Logan Paul right fucking in half. I'd be for, for it. that alone, I'm okay with the choice. Okay. Um, last one here. Uh, we've talked about this person being ready for a main roster and given what's happening with them in NXT. Maybe not now it's not the time for a call-up, even though they're ready for a call-up. But I think this is be, be the most exciting pick to be in this tournament that is of course mr carmelo hayes and if he shows up on smackdown he's already had a a match on monday night raw he's already Mm -hmm. been shown on the crowd on main roster tv Mm -hmm. watching matches and stuff like i said he has an opportunity with this uh last chance uh fatal four-way next week on nxt he could be in the deadline match however we know what's happening with the whole mellow and trick stuff. We haven't yet talked about it, but we'll cover it eventually. Or honestly, I guess I can talk about it right now. Cause it's also one of my swallows. Like with the whole, uh, NXT anonymous revealing that Lexus King was texting, receiving the text, uh, look to have been the one to attack trick Williams. Mellow wants to get some revenge, attack him from behind. Trick Williams too honorable for that. He doesn't want to do that. He's, he says they don't do that no more because they're above that. Mellow still came out during Lexus King's match versus Brooke Jensen and interfered and cost Brooks the match, giving Lex, Lexus King the victory. Like, this man is guilty. This man is a liar. This man is capping. We all know that Lexus King did it for Mellow. He did it for Mello. Uh, this is this is literally Rikishi, Triple H, and, and Stone Cold all over again. And 
they can tell this story just like I was saying with the Wesley with the Trick Williams stuff on the main roster. They can tell this story. He'd be my favorite to win this thing if he was in there. I just thought this was cool. Is it very likely? Who knows? But I think this is the guy that should be in that tournament. Thoughts? Carmelo don't miss. I'll never turn down Carmelo Hayes on my TV. Come on now. (laughs) Fuck. I knew as soon as you were like this guy, you were talking. I was like, it's Carmelo Hayes. I whispered it. I don't even know if you picked it up. No, I didn't. (laughs) Well, you guessed it right. It was Carmelo Hayes. Because Carmelo Hayes is fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, Allison, we don't we don't have the negativity over here. Come on, yeah, hater, hater. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. So yeah, that was my six star picks of who I thought could be the mystery NXT competitor in that tournament. Could be one of the six I mentioned. Could be anyone that I didn't mention. So it'd be fun to see. So I'm stalling that tournament. I like a good tournament, and uh, yeah. The trick my little drama, swallowing that as well, because that's a spicy meatball over on NXT. That is that storyline is giving me heart palpitations. I need them to nod. <laughs> you, I know you don't want to see it, but you it, you know it's happening, right? No, I don't know. I'm not believing shit until I see it. That's the match at Stand and Deliver. That's the match at Stand and Deliver. Honestly, good because I'm probably going. So bet. Bet. I'm just waiting to buy a ticket. Katie gets to see the implosion of Trick Mellow Gang in person. (laughs) You have to be crying in the stands. Katie, you're next. Spit and or swallow. Uh, I'm gonna... Where do I want to go? I'm gonna swallow Julia Hart and Emi Sakura on Dynamite for the TBS title. Uh, Julia Hart youngest champion in AEW history shout out had made made the house rules thing again like when house of black was the trio champions they had house rules for those who are unaware no rope breaks no disqualifications no count outs that kind of stuff and they let their opponent pick a rule emmy sakura who is a legend in her own right at a vet has Realized Julia Hart wins with a submission nine times out of ten. Her rule was you can't win by submission. So Julia Hart, bless her little soul, still put the submission on her, wear her down, and then still beat her. I love Julia Hart, my spooky little queen. The house always wins. And I just love everything that she's doing, and she has improved oh so much from go team go cheerleader Julia to this. It was, uh, it was so good. It's 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. I like me some Julia Hart, too. Well, I was uh, trying to, I was, I'm going to throw a couple out there because we've already kind of touched on a few of them when we went through your list. One of them was Braun Breaker, um, swallowing him, winning over Eddie Thorpe. Love Eddie Thorpe, him coming in. Great. Love all of that. Uh, that was my last thing from NXT. Um, looking through the dynamite results, um, I'm going to swallow the Swerve Strickland and Jay White match. Swerve is on this rocket, and I've said it. If you go all the way back in the Wayback Machine to like that 2021, 2020 range, like when he was in NXT as the North American champion, I was always, I said then, 
Swerve is bigger than a mid-card title. And from that point on, he's proven it in this just tirade that he's going on through AEW's roster or he's taking off and taking out like previous world champions in AEW and other organizations with mm-hmm. Jay White. He's got John Moxley coming up in the whatever it is, IHOP <laughs> fucking lazy booking tournament classic. Like <laughs> I think that Swerve right now is one of, if not the biggest stars in their company, not named Maxwell Jacob Freeman. Mm-hmm. True. Factual. 100% factual. I think he not should like- be the guy that takes yep. the fight off of Max. If well if Cole if Cole isn't healthy enough to come back and take the title off of him it should be I wasn't even gonna say little baby I'm Cole over here I was gonna say a Samoan named Joe that man deserves it too either one would be great I think that Adam's the bigger story built in it could be the biggest story Tony Khan's ever booked if he did it right with Adam Cole if the issue issue here that AW has is that they have these great matches week in and week out it's honestly if you want great wrestling, you're not going to have better in-ring action than AEW. Like, you don't hear me praise AEW a lot, but AEW probably has the best in-ring action what? in terms of palette. They have a little bit for everyone. It's it's fantastic. Like you said, it's like going to an indie show. You get everything. However, the downside with that is that you've seen a lot of these wrestlers break down, have little nagging injuries here, big injury there. Like, Adam Cole, how many times has he been injured? MJF now has his injury, which could jeopardize, could actually mean he might have to drop the title depending on the severity of the injury. And yeah, that's great for Samoa Joe, but then now you risk, now you've lost this Adam Cole MJF story that was the hottest thing. And because of two injuries, now you don't have that. Then it, it's, Mox is always getting injured. Daniel Bryan is always, uh, Brian Danielson, I should say, always getting an injury. That's my only concern with the work rate of AEW is that you're prone to more injuries, you know? I mean, it's, it's Cole had a concussion that almost put him on the shelf completely, and I would have been a shell of a human being if that happened, mm-hmm. and then shattered his ankle. So, like, those are the two that has taken, like, and those have been, like, long-term things. Mm-hmm. His, those are his two big ones. Max has a variety of issues right now that he's working through, like a I mean, Kenny Omega was held together by fucking duct tape and silly buddy for the longest time. <laughs> Still kind of is. So like, yeah, it's 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 the it's the work rate. And I mean, Swerve. I mean, Swerve has like the kinesio tape, which sounds weird saying the full thing. But like he's the K tape on and showing the the battle scars from mm-hmm. the Texas Death Match, Brian's eye, and just a variety <laughs> of things. So you're you're 100 right. Like it it takes a toll on them because they're also doing <laughs> crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a lot of, and sometimes it's freak accidents. Adam Cole jumping off a fucking stage, shattering his ankle was not a part of the plan, but finishing Brian the segment like his, a badass. Yeah. Heck, Brian breaking CM, his orbital bone in two places. CM Punk injured his, uh, what was it? His ankle jumping into the crowd. Like, God damn, yeah. like, that's just shitty luck for AEW if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it sucks. But Swerve, if, if Joe, if Cole do not take the title off Max, it better be Swerve. Because Swerve has shown 
he's one of their top stars, hands down. Right, right now, I don't think you can go wrong with either of those three guys between the Samoan name Joe, Adam Cole, and Swerve. Those are probably your three top singles guys, aside from Mox and MJF, who are established. These are newer guys that you've been slowly building up. You know, I mean, shit. At this point, have him win the Red Robin or whatever the fuck. Have him win that. Make him a Grand Slam Triple Crown champion. Have him do that for a little bit while figuring out. Yeah, whilst we're figuring out what the fuck is going on with the world title, have him do Mm -hmm. that. Make that the like the workhorse title because they're not doing with the TNT title because Christian, who has a lot of issues. Is <laughs> currently your TNT champion. Saving the t- the the integrity of the TNT title, might I add, because before that it was just a hot potato title. Yeah, but now he's not doing anything with it. I mean, it's him versus Adam Copeland next week in Montreal. But like, do we put the title on Adam Copeland? Do we see a turn and they actually become homies again in tag team? I don't know. <laughs> Find out on the next exciting episode of AEW Dynamites. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of crazy, um, I think what's crazy was on Smith, uh, was on Raw, I should say. My next swallow was the Cody Shinsuke Nakamura reveal that we got on Monday Night Raw. We talked about spicy meatballs on NXT. This is a new spicy meatball on the menu. So Cody Rhodes comes out, he talks war games, gives his thanks to his peeps. He announced that with uh, with the permission of Adam Pierce, he will be the first to declare for the 2024 Royal Rumble match. We all knew he was going to be in the Rumble. He's going to get to that end of the road. We just don't know if it's going to be through the Rumble or through the Chamber or through another means. Um, mm-hmm. Shinsuke interrupts on the Tron. Once again, giving cryptic messages and whatnot with his subtitles on the bottom. Fucking love this new boss version of Shinsuke Nakamura. Fucking great. So the person that Shinsuke has been talking this whole time, no, it was not CM Punk. No, it was not Kazuchika Okada. He was talking about Cody Runnels, American Dream Rhodes. He's been talking about him this whole time. He talks about he's going to bring the chaos, making a reference to his chaos faction over there in New Japan. And I talked about it on Get Show Podcast, cheap plug over there. I talked about he should make his own chaos faction. If they do bring in Kazuchika Okada, both of them used to be leaders of chaos. They can be a tag team for a spell. They add more members. They can have their own little factions. I like factions. Triple H likes factions. Vince is gone, so factions are relevant now in WWE. Shinsuke comes out after the little like like video package, just spits right in, in Cody Rose's face, hits him with the red mist. Now we set up Cody Rose versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's going to be the match at the Rumble. That's a great match. That's a matchup I didn't see coming. That's not something I had on my bingo card. That's not something I thought I needed or wanted. But now that I know it's a thing, I desperately want Zoom tight, Allison. I'm assuming that was Allison. If not, you're Zoom tight, Katie. I liter- you literally were looking at my face the entire time. It was not me. Maybe you could throw your voice like a ventriloquist. I don't know. No. Anyway. But what I do know 
I don't know if they're necessarily going to bring in Katsukuti, uh, Uganda. You're welcome, Matt. Um, it's very possible. Mm-hmm. I do like the idea of Shinsuke and Coterie Rhodes going at it. Does anyone know what the Red Mist does? I think it's supposed heads? to burn. No, it, that's well, the blue one. There's lore. That's lore. I can. It's there's Google-able. so much lore, and it's so confusing to figure out which mist goes with what. I had a whole as episode called uh, "Meaning of the Mist." Showcase.com. <laughs> Check out. <laughs> I have a whole ass website. No. Um, regardless, I love the idea of Cody and Shinsuke. That's something different for Shinsuke. Gives Cody something to do until we get him back with Roman. I'm okay with it. Okay. So this is coming off of Reddit. So who knows if probably, it's legit. probably true. <laughs> the red mist. Is uh, the missus uh, purported to burn rather than blind? The green oh, mist. Okay. The most common. Oh, we need. Yeah, it's supposed to obscure the opponent's vision, so blind. So, Cody. So he he played it off. It was burning. Cody was losing his mind. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Red okay. burn. You know. You know, makes sense. Red fire flames hell. All I gotta make sense. Yeah. You there burn you in hell. Get it. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Kane. All all Kane. No. The, <laughs> no. The character, the character, not Glenn Jacobs. I said Kane, not Glenn Jacobs. There's a distinction. Okay. Will's Art really good. Mm-hmm. Will's really good at this. I'm also pretty good at it as well. Kane's one of those wrestlers I separate from the character from the individual. Uh, because the individual, I do not. He's yucky. Yeah, that's the word. That's putting it nicely. Who was last? It was me, which is which means it's Katie. Katie, spit or swallow. That's me. Um. Oh my god. I'm going to. No, I did that one already. Um. Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Swallow always. She's so good at what she does. The backstage segment with her and. A shout out to RJ City for like being the one to deal with her. I love that for him. Mariah May being the creepy little stalker girl, but like their facade is definitely dropping rather quickly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Tony just having the belt on her head as like an ice pack and having to defend her title next week and takes off her slippers because she has the gout. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of the gout, guys. <laughs> but then the people, the sickos who were cheering when the feet got shown. We don't yuck any yums, but like y'all need to relax. They were just some toes, just some toesy woesies. No need, no need. <laughs> but like it was, everything she does is so good. She apparently was talking about a midlife crisis. She's twenty eight uh, on rampage or or collision or whatever the fuck was tonight. Oh I love everything she does. She's my favorite person. She's a gem. Besides She's Adam gem. Cole. Yeah. Now imagine Adam Cole with the thickness of Tony Storm. What would one do? He's thick in the heart, and that's all that matters. No, but and Tony Storm's her. thick enough everywhere else. We don't have to worry about it. There. And so they even out. Perfect. All right. Uh, uh, Will, anything you want to add? If not, spit and or swallow. Um, love Tony Storm. Everything she's doing. So I'm all about that. Not a big RJ City fan. Um. 
I like it's his show. Much. I'm liking his show. I like the 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 I haven't actually watched it. I haven't actually watched them. They're more or less like clips that I watch on TikTok and or Twitter. Or I don't X or whatever if you ask Kelly Knight. But I like really, the way he does his interviews. It's cool, but there's only room for one pretentious prick with a scarf and glasses doing interviews. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I, I've got that on lock, my friend. When they start hiring podcast hosts to do that shit, and they hired somebody who pretty much is pound for pound Will Gray, I'm like, God damn you, <laughs> RJ City. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you'll probably still get a graphic before him. It's okay. I, I 1000% will get my graphic before RJ City gets his. <laughs> True. Well, it's on you. Um, I'm going to swallow Dante Martin coming back from the uh, super card of honor injury, everything that happened with that. Um, you know, him and his brother have always been great. So like, I like that high flying luchador stuff. And I think in the right part of the card, it makes sense. So I'm happy to see him back. Them going against the Hardys and brothers. A again, one of those like multi-man train wreck matches that we don't really need, but was entertaining to watch i got sports entertained for it so i'm gonna swallow that just strictly for the fact that dante martin's back okay precious baby boy is home and he's good knock on wood i i say it all the time those brothers have the worst fucking luck Mm -hmm. because one of them's always hurt and that sucks because they're so good together but like granted dante did get one hell of a singles run when darius was injured the first time it's just (laughs) I need them together. I need them healthy. And that's all that matters. <laughs> I love little baby, little baby boy, Dante Martin. He's so young too, like little baby boy. And then Action Andrade was there. Like, no, I mean, but like top flight. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out to that. Those boys are made out of paper mache, but I like paper mache. Stop. <laughs> Not their fault. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with my only spit of the week, and that is going to be the one-hour commercial-free format in pro wrestling television shows. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you still get the same amount of ads. You just get them all at the end, at the second hour or the second and third hour in Raw's case. You get too many picture-in-picture breaks during the matches. It drags on the second half. I know this is sour grapes. It's minuscule in the grand scheme of things. However, I was very much enjoying Raw. Me and my siblings were like, oh, my gosh, this kind of feels like a Raw. Yeah, it was like, and it was only 58 minutes, so they couldn't even finish the hour. Um, but me and my siblings, we were watching Raw at the beginning of it. I was like, oh, my gosh, this kind of gives me a vibe of like the raw after wrestlemania with the return of randy orton and the whole interaction with rhea ripley then it leads to a really good match in tag team turmoil with the creeds and every other tag team that was involved that we already previously mentioned the issue came was at the conclusion of the tag team turmoil match everything else felt like commercial segment match entrance commercial match entrance commercial highlight package commercial picture and picture match, bullshit, picture, yeah. yeah it felt like it dried on the rest of the show and then once it, it literally got to the point where it was bronson reed versus uh ivar uh-huh. and i'm just like fuck this shit i'm going home sorry guys i was planning on watching the show with you guys but i'm going to fuck home i'm gonna go home gonna get in my fucking pjs and i'm gonna wait for the main event with cm punk uh-huh. stuff because I'm like that at that point, that's all I cared about. I'm like, all I care about 
It's Randy Orton versus Dom, and I care about the punk stuff. Everything else, I'll watch tomorrow because they killed my vibe. So it just kills my vibe. I don't like it. It's not the only show to do it because SmackDown has done it in the past. NXT has done it in the past. AEW has done it in the past. And all, all of those companies that do the one-hour commercial-free format, it's never good in that sense because it always strikes the second half of your show. The times where they have done it is when they do, like, Oh, the main event is going to be commercial free. That, okay, you've already gone through the show. You're getting all your ads in there. Yes, it still kind of does the same thing, but at least you're at the end. You've gone through the ordeal already, you know? I love knowing this. This is Black Friday sales, okay? <laughs> this is this is like a Black Friday sale because they will look at that Samsung TV and they will sell that Samsung TV for $501 for 10 months a year, and then they'll mark it down for Black Friday to $499.99, and that $2 will seem huge to you, okay? Live television with WWE, the first hour commercial-free means nothing, people, because they still have to show the same amount of commercials for that three-hour block in that same amount of time. So Vince is absolutely fucking right. They do us no favors by going 60 minutes without showing one. Because guess what? The network doesn't decide when those ads get played. Triple H does. So he just gave us an hour free with no interruption. And then he had to cram all of his shit in in the last two hours. That's why it was spaced like that. You know what it's like? It's like watching a good movie on TNT because the first beginning of the movie, you don't you get barely any commercial breaks. Uh -huh. Once it gets to the meat and potatoes and the excitement and the drama of that movie, you're getting a commercial every five minutes of that fucking film. Yep. It's Which a triple H thing. Like he controls that. It's like telling you you're getting something special when in reality you're not. It's not less commercials, it's the exact same amount of commercials, just in less time. Mm -hmm. And the whole putting somebody in the ring and then going to commercial and then going, going to vignettes and then doing a backstage segment, then bringing the second person out for the match, that mm -hmm. shit is old and tiring. Yeah. Like, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay. It's your show, Vince. No, it's... <laughs> I love you. Don't now, wait a damn minute here. <laughs> Hold on. Um. Okay. So I'm looking at the time right now, and we're bordering on two hours and four minutes already on the show. So I think we've gone a little long. I have one final thing to talk okay. about. Uh, oh, gee, I wonder what it is. Uh, obviously, it's it's going to be about you know Bobby Lashley versus Butch. That was hey, a banger. Was a great match. Duh. They put on bangers after bangers. Uh, Katie, how many more do you have? Did you say? I don't even I I can just do whatever. <laughs> you can go one more and if you keep having more, you can wrap its fire style it if nah. you want. Uh well nah. well okay, so we'll do one more each. We're cool with that. All right, if, Katie, you can uh, rapid fire all the ones you want right now. It's your it's your your show. It's my show. <laughs> do your thing. Me and Will will just go one each because that's all we can. Um Okay. Ariana Grace. Carmen Petrovich, banger. Mark Briscoe versus Roosh, hell of a match. I talked about Tony. Uh, MJF getting his ass kicked by some goons, possibly War Daddy, to be determined. Getting saved by Joe Schmo. Are you a hero, Max? 
I don't know. He's going to face the goon squad with Joe next week. We'll find out. Uh, War Daddy being a snack. Love that. 10 out of 10. Uh, what the fuck does that say? Oh, uh, Christian and Copeland. Christian's a son of a bitch. How dare you? Man's already has mommy issues. Don't bring his mom into this. That's fucking disrespectful. Uh, and you deserved that kick in the dick and told to go fuck yourself. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Seeing Will pat his pussy makes me want to grab my pussy on my lap and pet it as well. No, stop grabbing pussies. <laughs> it's consensual. She jumped up here. I know yours did. Oh, okay. Uh, Will, anything you you have left or rapid fire style just like Katie? By the way, I love that rapid fire style at the end. It's fucking great. I have one big swallow. Okay. That's Abaddon. Yes. I concur. And uh, like getting the win was cool. That's all great. Love seeing your own TV. But Julia Hart coming out, lights going off, Julia Hart showing up, stare down, lights go out, Julia Hart's gone, and Abaddon. Abaddon is like, what the fuck? Like the screams and the shrieks and the yells. Like it's quality TV. I'm sports entertained. I fucking love it. I'm swallowing the fact that. Abaddon could be this huge female heater for the House of Black. Bring it. Please. Love it. I'm here for Please. it. Swallowing Abaddon, swallowing Julia Hart, swallowing House of Black. Always. Yeah. Forever. Good shit. Good shit. All right. Um, my swallow, and I saved it towards the end because I didn't want to like start the show off and maybe like throw some people off or like sour some people on the beginning of the show. Uh, so I saved it towards the end, and I'm swallowing CM Punk's Raw Return. They saved it just like Monday Night Raw. They saved it till the final five minutes of the program. And that's exactly what we're doing here on SmackDown Raw. Uh, CM Punk came out. He had a new Tron, more of a Chicago flag color palette, which I liked, similar to like the new T-shirt. Uh, new theme song. It's a remastered version of uh, Cult of Personality by Living Color that they actually released the day or two days prior to his Survivor Series return. So I didn't had like nothing it to do with him, though. Had Please. nothing to do with him. No, but the song figured. turned 30 years old almost to the day. It had nothing to do with his return. It was just coincidental that it was 30 to, almost 30 years to the day. I never <laughs> once said it was because of his return. I said they happened to release it, and they decided to use the remastered version. <laughs> Tranquilo, papi. Tranquilo. Fight him. Fight him. Uh, Fight like him, I Will. said... I, I didn't I wasn't really feeling the new themes uh, the remastered theme song but now I've been I've been warming up to it more the new shirt I wasn't feeling initially as well but now that I've seen him wear it I actually like the aesthetic of it it looks really good I'm gonna pre-order that really good the big premise of his promo was saying that he's changed and that he's home that's cap uh love you punk but that's cap um he said that uh that uh that he's back because he loves you. He loves us, and that's why he's back. He he not, that he, they never forgot about him. They always chanted for his name, even though even when he wanted to forget about himself, whatever. Like a it, he said that his re raw return felt like a family reunion. A lot of warm hugs, kisses, yada yada. Um, he was saying that AJ is wonderful, and she sends her regards. That was probably the biggest pop in the whole. That was promo. the best part of the whole fucking promo, which. Royal Rumble 2024, AJ Lee, number 30. Give it to me. Give it to me hard. Uh, if she wants to. Consensually, of course. If AJ Lee wants to. If AJ Lee consents to it. 
Um, he also mentioned that, well, not everyone is happy that he's back. He didn't mention names, but we kind of know who he might be referencing. They said they can't. It, the reason why they're not happy about it is because they know that now that he's there, he's the best in the world. They can't no longer lay claim to that fact that they are the best in the world because while he was gone, yeah, this has been the best competition, yada, yada. It's been the best programming in-ring competition, what, uh, what have you. But that was because the best in the world wasn't there. The best in the world is now back. Uh, that's what he was claiming. Uh, he said at the end of his promo, wasn't with, with the mic. It was the camera that caught it. He said he wasn't there to make friends. He was there to make money. And I don't know if that was part of it because they didn't really show it on the SmackDown recap video package. But that was the thing. The way I took it, it was just a nice, easy, in-and-out, fast-food, drive-through type of promo for CM Punk. Didn't really give us what he's going to be doing next, except for maybe teasing some some Seth Rollins stuff. He also did make mention of a wise man and then adamantly said the wise man. So there is stuff that they could do with Roman and the bloodline after Mania, after Cody finishes the story, after Roman doesn't no longer have the championship. Because I love CM Punk, but he doesn't really need the championship. Um, He's set to return uh, next week on SmackDown, Tribute to the Troops. I wasn't planning on watching Tribute to the Troops, but now I guess I'm going to have to because CM Punk is going to be there. Oh my god. I don't usually want... It was just going to be a normal episode of SmackDown, except with Christmas. <laughs> so the way I because tribute to the troops is usually its own separate show, so I wasn't gonna watch it. So now that you're actually saying that out loud, it's like no, it's just gonna be a tribute to the troops. It's literally Smackdown still edition. SmackDown, just Christmas and troops. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, like I said, that was the basis of it. I liked it. I thought it was a great way to cap up the show. Like I said. I saved it towards the end because I know how Will feels about him personally. I know how he feels about him business-wise. I know how Katie feels about it. So I did not want to go ahead and talk about that at the beginning. I want to start things off right. And I thought by doing so, it made the show run smoothly. And we had a fantastic show. I got to talk about Punk. The people that are done with the show, I was the last spit and or swallow. So it just kind of worked out that way. It did. So I was being very considerate of everyone involved. Uh, I, can I throw my two cents in real quick? Because yeah. I have something nice to say. This yeah. is the nice thing about it, because you're right. I do separate Phil Brooks, the person, and CM Punk, the, the worker, because I like CM Punk, the worker. I think Phil Brooks, the person, is the problem here. And this is, if we had a big thing, like we could call it the punkometer. okay? Uh-huh. We're still... We're still on the good side. Like if your car's overheating, it starts on one side and then it slowly starts going up. <laughs> yeah. We're on the punkometer. We're still on the CM Punk side of things, mm-hmm. and he hasn't cro- like quite crossed over. He hasn't started to cross over into the Phil Brooks mode. So I'm still pro CM Punk because he hasn't done anything. You call that what that punkometer? Out. It's the punkometer. Do not okay. make that the title of the episode. I'm How not, much? I'm not making that the title. I'm just trying to get like. Like it's like the, the Venn diagram of CM Punk and Phil Brooks, oh, and that middle part that overlaps in the center is the part that we all love. Mm-hmm. So the punkometer, the punkometer. I'm, the I'm a punkometer, if you will. The punkometer. Oh my god! <laughs> Not the, 
So, like, are you saying you're are you lukewarm? Are you are you cool? Are you hot? Right now, I'm all for. I said it on Sunday night. I said that I'm pro pro wrestling, meaning anything that's good for the business, I'm here for it. Right now, on the punkometer, we're still in the good for business side of things. So I'm pro CM Punk right now. For now, the moment yeah. the, the moment we start tipping the edge on the punkometer, I'll start adjusting my my tone. But pro punk. TV sets here. I don't think. I don't think we'll have any issues like that. And I think the minute there's any hint of any issues, he's going to be gone because the WWE is a little bit more professional. There, there, there's more of a of an order, an establishment there. They're not going to let they're not going to let the inmates run the asylum. This is not a jab at AEW. I'm just saying in general, like if he went to Impact or or NWA or whatever, like there could be issues there. But like I said, he's in his best behavior. Apparently, when he showed up on Raw, he went up to anyone and everyone that made himself available. Everyone was just kind of like, okay, this is good. Let's see how long it lasts. The whole Drew stuff, non-existent. The fact that no one knew and that Seth Rollins was really upset, that was the fucking work. Right now, things are Gucci. Things are easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I like where things are going. And I'm also going to... Yes? I have few things quick i promise one phil punk capping that entire promo that man's a liar yes he's so fucking go on you're you full you're full fucking shit bro like you're not shut up lies all lies i sat here angry i was like don't lie to these people like that uh the chance never went away and that was the most annoying shit ever in fucking wwe because i was sick of those goddamn chants he was in another company and they were still chanting fuck off uh, like I said, AJ Lee shout out was the best part of that. Love her, Mendes, the homie. Um, I was I, I don't know how true. I don't know. I don't remember from when it was from. I was also reading something that he might have a behavioral thing with his claws. Like in, yeah, that makes sense. in WWE. Uh, because of past incidences, all mm-hmm. in it, bro. Brawl out other things. Uh, so yeah, once Just he fucks up, kick his door now down. he's gone. <laughs> you know. Don't. Don't kick his dog or eat people. I don't, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, when he showed up backstage to Raw back in, I think it was March, and he went backstage when Raw was in Chicago, and it was reported that he kind of went in there. He, one of the people he apologized to was The Miz. He, apo- he tried to apologize to Triple H. He had a long conversation with Triple H. Like I said, things are Gucci right now. WWE didn't need him, and if things go sour, they still don't need him, and they can cut him loose. I don't think this is going to go sour. I think this is going to be great. I think this is going to be kind of like, you know, we're not perfect, but for some reason, we work together, you know? That's kind of the way I see it. Um, Allison says, also should have brought out the AEW title and put it in the trash. Also, leave the dog at home. It does not need to be at a show. Yeah, Larry Fair doesn't point. need to be there. No. Uh, right. For Larry's Let's... health, if anything. Uh, I did like the fact that he didn't mention AEW because Sour. I don't think he's like, legally allowed to right now. Yeah, I don't think he's legally he can. allowed he's to. He's got an NDA. Yeah, he, he can't talk about it. But also, I like that because I'm tired of like the fucking shots back and forth on both sides. Like, just move on, both of you. Move on to your next relationship. And the next relationship could be Dom because if you saw, he posted an IG picture of baby Dominic Mysterio and cult leader, straight edge society savior, CM Punk. So 
Give me Dom versus CM Punk. Fuck Seth Rollins versus Punk. I want Dom versus CM Punk. Whatever That's where want. I'm at. Uh, but yeah, this kind of feels like a hypocrite character that's going to eventually lead to a heel turn. Because I don't mm-hmm. think this 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 is just like shit he's regurgitating. I don't believe it. People will eat it up. But I like it. I'm happy about it. And I'm happy about today's episode because it's fucking fun. I enjoyed it. Spent it with all you guys. Two plus hours. Couldn't ask for anything better. Why don't you go ahead and plug yourselves. Let's start with Will since he's our guest here. First and foremost, as always, thank you, Poppy. Thank you, Katie, for allowing me to be the honorary use of Creation World. If you're interested in my shenanigans elsewhere, you can click my link tree at the Will Gray. You'll find everything that I do for Botch Pods and Cheer Shots, Rivet City Radio, and Off the Top Media. Katie. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Katie Rasson13. Link tree, I'm about to take all things Sheila Showcase. Twitch.tv slash Sheila Showcase and YouTube.com slash Sheila Showcase. Typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. And yes, it will be on Thursday this week. I fucking promise. Uh, Patreon.com slash Sheila Showcase, where you can get a non-wrestling exclusive podcast every single month. Latest one with uh, the Yin Yang Twins, Justin and Jess. <laughs> they dem- they deemed themselves that in the episode, I promise. That was them. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a whole time. You have to... But, Three dollars a month, and you can figure out why the fuck they deem themselves Yin Yang Twins. Uh, it's it was a hoot of a time. We will be doing a part two to that. Uh, check that out. Also, since it's the end, Matt, see you tomorrow, buddy. For getting off, which yeah. I'll plug that getting off tomorrow, uh, Sunday. We will be talking about uh, burying your ex and Wishmaster. Is that the name of that movie? I can tell you. I'm not a horror yeah. book. Those. Yeah, so getting off next, uh, tomorrow. Every other Sunday. Same time as this. You know oh, how yeah. you'd be able to guarantee that you'd be there for that live stream is to turn on the bell notification. Flick that bean so you know when to go live with getting off, creation conversation, or smacking a raw. As for me, don't follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Vince. I implore you not to hit the link tree in my bio that takes you to everything that is creation world, straight talk, even though it's defunct, get your podcast and smack the raw. But what you should do should head over to Linktree slash get your podcast and listen to the brand new episode of the get your podcast. Cause we back, we talked about uh, wrestlers doing their Thanksgiving speeches, like what they're thankful for. Uh, it was a fun time. Google Gorn showed up. There was no Benji. He fell asleep during the show, and I put, I tucked them into bed while we were recording. So it was, it was a whole thing. Tune into Getcho because we want our numbers up. And uh, yeah, guys, um, for the Pornhub Poppy, full fellow multiversal Pornhub <laughs> Poppy, Katie nope. Kinsey Bay Bay. Right here first. I'm Pornhub Poppy now. He said it. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, the honorary Oos of Creation World, the Will Gray. I am your host. This has been the Smack It Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Later, y'all.